This is the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. Barstool Talk Daily. Except it's really early in the morning and no booze. For the most part. HD1 El Paso, a town square media station. Seesaw swinging with the boys in the office, kicking back in the office chair. Saying, hey, diddle, diddle, I couldn't give a fiddle if my ball sells a meal over there. So we take a big chance and take a little glance to see a ball swing away. We don't feel we'll survive if we stay until five, so we need to make a quick escape. We're ready to From the KLAQ studios in beautiful, sunny El Paso, Texas. Yeah, baby! The Buzz Adams Morning Show is back. Man, is this gonna rock or what? Thank you so much. Good morning. Thank you. Welcome to the show, everybody. As we get ready for the weekend, the 4th of July weekend is almost here. We've got a lot that we've got to cover today, but we're going to get it all in. First of all, I want to find out, Joanna, how did it go at the Circle K with Real Housewives <laughs> of Atlanta star Cynthia Bailey? It went really well. She was so nice. Oh, I have a, she signed a, a picture for us. Oh, And it says, right. to Kaylee Q. <clears throat> yeah, Joanna yesterday was doing a Circle K remote with a real housewife. <laughs> she was so nice. Really beautiful. Mm-hmm. She looked very lovely. Did it seem like she was trying to hog your spotlight at all? No, we oh, were okay. in separate areas. Oh. And so people who were just there to see her kept stopping with us, and they were like, um, where is... And we're all... She's inside. Uh-huh. She was inside. Oh, was she, like, by the icy machine or something? Uh, she was by the Seagram's, because she was promoting the Seagram's... Got it. Summer Escapes Flavors. Oh, you know what? They were doing that at my grocery store. But not with a real housewife. Uh-huh. I mean, it could have been, for all I know. <laughs> I, I don't know what the housewives look like, but I thought it was weird that they were giving out samples of alcohol because you never see them do that at Sam's, you know? <laughs> yeah. Were they giving out little shot they glasses were, of yeah. the alcohol? Yeah, I thought that was kind of kind of weird. Okay. <laughs> no, it went really well. She was so nice. And there was a lot of people that were in line to take pictures with her. Oh, well. And then she was really nice. Like, she'll, she'd she let somebody take the picture for us, and then she'd be like, we'll take a selfie, too. And she would take your phone and take a selfie with you. Those housewife shows are very popular, I guess. Yeah. Let's get a look at El Paso weather, which is brought to you today by Painted Dunes Desert Golf Course. They've got their Red, White, and Bruise Festival coming up tomorrow night, and I'll tell you more about that in just a moment. Uh, But first, let's take a look at our weather. Partly cloudy, uh, mid-90s, and a chance of rain it looks like every day this weekend. Chance of rain is only going to be 15 to 20 percent. But it's going to be a part of the forecast every day. So this afternoon, chance of rain is going to be somewhere around 10 or 15%. Tomorrow, uh, you know, really, 
very similar. Mid-90s for high temperatures and about a 15% chance of uh, rain in the El Paso coverage area. We're going to stick with that forecast right on through 4th of July. So, yeah, 4th of July in the afternoon, we're looking at about a 20% chance, of 20 to 30% chance of rain uh, happening about the time all the fireworks are going to be going off on uh, on Monday. And El Paso weather is brought to you by Painted Dunes Desert Golf Course. Get ready for the Red, White, and Brews Festival tomorrow. It's a free event, and there's stuff for everybody, for the kids, jumping balloons, and all kinds of activities. There's going to be hamburgers and hot dogs, but also adult beverages. Dead Beach Brewery is going to be there, and they're going to have tastings of their Dead Beach Brewery uh, concoctions, music from Damian Isaac and Redemption. It's the Red, White, and Brews Festival at Painted Dunes, which is 12,000 Macombs, coming up Saturday. That's tomorrow. Gates open at 4. If you want to play golf this weekend or any weekend, give them a call to set up your tee times and reservations. 915-821-2122. That's 915-821-2122. Let's uh, go ahead and preview kind of what we have coming up on the show today. Later, comedian Eric Schwartz, who's going to be in town, and I believe he's doing a show tonight at Old Sheepdog Brewery. Mm-hmm. What? All right, Nico, good morning. Good morning. Tell us about Old Sheepdog Brewery. Uh, not uh, not based on a real sheepdog. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. It is older, though. They found an old, like an old space and put in a brewery? Kind of. Uh, by the Lincoln Park area under the freeway, uh, there is a new brewery called Old Sheepdog Brewery. You've just been there, uh, that area. Well, I dropped some people off. I didn't get a chance to go in. It looked like it was hopping, though. They yeah, were having a very nice event. place. They had like a boxing ring set up. People were pillow fighting and stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the time that I dropped people off, that's what was going on. Uh, so Eric Schwartz is going to be there. Nico, are you going to be out? Uh, could people see you doing stand-up com- comedy this weekend? Not this weekend. You're not going to go uh, out and get some stage time with the, Eric Schwartz? Uh, <laughs> you know what? I, I forgot. Maybe I am uh, doing a guest spot. Okay. <laughs> uh, Eric had asked me, and I was thinking, uh, sure. Wait, oh what? Oh, you know, uh, sure? Oh, oh, because he did the the uh, Latin Kings last no, week. No, no, he's no, too no, good. no, 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 He's too good, good to no, do no, a no, set. No, 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 Oh, my God. <laughs> now I see I'm what just happened. tired. I'm just I, exhausted right what, now. From all your work? As a Latin as a Latin no, comedy now. I went now. out to Cool Canyon Nights last night, mm-hmm. and I... Oh my God! What an amazing time! You're that probably was. mobbed by your fans now that you're a Latin king of comedy. Shut up. Right? But yeah, yes, there was so many people that were like, "Oh my God, a Latin king is at Cool King and Nights." Both of you, it's getting old. Sorry. Load the family what? up. We're all gonna go. <laughs> We've got to see a Latin king, Nico Ajimian. You have to say of comedy, the Latin king of comedy. Uh, do you, do you want to know about Cool King Nights at all? Yeah. Or no? Nico, do you care? Good. Yeah, Feline Fox played, and they were on the show yesterday. They so. were, and the the crowd was amazing. Yeah, uh, the band was was amazing too. Bunchy uh, went out. Iggy, me, Noel, Kim, all my crew. Oh, it sounds like it sounds like a crowded an open mic. Yeah, you're yeah, you're mean right now. I'm not. No, I'm not mean. What are you talking about? That sounds like your crew that goes to an open mic. Nice shirt, by the way. He's got another one of these wrong with you? pattern print shirts, but this one is the second like fish I walked skeletons. in. You're just thinking of crap. No, that jumps out and says hello to you. That that jumps out and says nice. notice me. Yeah, but can you see the design? No, what is it? It's 
hundreds of little fish skeletons, like fish bone <gasps> skeletons. Oh, that's cute. Mm-hmm. Where did your mind key? Are these like animals? Do you match them up with shorts that, that go along Buzz. with them? What are animals? I'm going to get you a shirt like that so you two could be twinsies. Joanna, do you know what a animal is? No, what's oh. a animal? Yeah. When I was a little kid, they had clothes and... Like the top was marked with a with a lion, so you knew that it matched with the the pants that were lion. Oh, I forgot this is a sixty year old reference. (coughs) It's almost probably. (laughs) It's probably a good fifty year old reference for sure. Wow, what is going on with YouTube today? I don't know. I'm just trying to dig in and find out what's going on. Wasn't a dick from the beginning. I'm talking about your newfound fame. You are a dick as a discount of comedy. Well, first off, it did sound a little like you were like, I don't do shows at a brewery. I didn't say that anymore. First, I'm not booked on the show. So, oh, I forgot. I told oh, Eric I would do sure. a guest set. Oh, my God. You guys, oh, you guys are picking up on things not, that aren't even there. It's not the plaza. And then they asked me, oh, will you open? And I was like, uh, sure. I guess so. <laughs> not for him. I'm not opening for him. But he has for a guest spot. He said, if, if I want to do time, I can't. Uh, okay. All right. Well, <laughs> sounds like you've got a you've got your weekend set then. <laughs> oh, my God. But that's a new shirt. I hadn't seen that shirt. God. And shirts are very whimsical. I love it. Uh, yeah, whimsical. That's the word. What's life without a whimsy? Buzz knows no joy. Don't listen to him, Nico. I'm, not, I'm too tired for this right now. <laughs> honestly. <laughs> well. Oh, my God. You're going to have to preview the news here in a second, so you've got to get back in gear, okay? Joanna, entertainment news. What do we have coming up on, on the entertainment side of things later? Well, Tim Allen is finally addressing the whole controversy surrounding Lightyear and why he wasn't the voice of Buzz. Right. A lot of people are convinced that he got punished for being for being a like having p- conservative political views, I think is what they're saying. Right, when he already has a show coming out on Disney Plus later this right. year. Right, so he didn't get, it's not like he got canned by Disney. They're doing the whole Santa Claus thing. Yeah. Uh, all right, so, we're gonna, but we're going to hear for the first time, like, in his own words, what yes. Tim Allen has to say about the Buzz Lightyear. This movie came out, It it for some reason it flopped, you know? I think it had good word of mouth and... Mm-hmm. I didn't. I didn't expect it to flop, but it kind of did. It's pretty good, but it, it just didn't do well in theaters. Buzz Lightyear is an astronaut in it, but he's played by Chris Evans, and a lot of people thought, "Oh, there you go." Mm-hmm. They canceled Tim Allen because of his political because of his political views and put in a well-known uh, Hollywood liberal Chris Evans. But now Tim Allen's saying that's not really. That's not really the truth. No. We'll hear from Tim Allen. Yes. Nico, news headlines. What do we have coming up with the news later? Bulgaria is asking 70 Russian diplomats to leave the country. Russia has given Bulgaria a midnight deadline to rescind that order, uh, or they're going to be taking away the 120 of their own diplomats. Uh, Bulgaria is accusing Washington, D.C. of controlling Bulgaria's actions right now, and it seems like Bulgaria could be another flashpoint. And Bulgaria is historically been pretty tight. Were they part of the Soviet Union, or if they weren't part of the Soviet Union, they were definitely part of that Iron Curtain. Right? They, yes, they were. Yes, definitely. Uh, okay. 
Here's a telephone number. You can give us a call, by the way. You want to call us in the studio, the number is 915-910-4995. I put out that prefix just because I'm noticing sometimes when you try and call a number now, if you don't use the 915, the number doesn't go through. So 915-910-4995 is the telephone number. We've got a lot coming up on the show today. Eric Schwartz, you can see him at Old Sheepdog Brewery. And he's going to be coming by later on the show today. Let's go ahead and get to our late night roundup, which we try and do as early as we can. It's a recap and highlight of funniest moments from late night television. Here we Great stage. Dog. Yeah, amazing indoor stage. Indoor or outdoor? Because it looked like they had a big outdoor venue when I dropped some people off. No, indoor mostly. But they have a large outdoor patio where you can hang out. Yeah, and a food truck as well. I was just talking about the uh, Supreme Court said it was okay for Biden to end the remain in Mexico policy. Yes, I saw that. And people were bringing up, well, it's been an effective policy. Yeah, if by effective you mean people (laughs) didn't have any place to stay over there and we just kind of dumped it on the Mexican government Mm -hmm. until some of these people just gave up. We're supposed to give people who show up and request asylum, we're supposed to give them a hearing for asylum. Mm-hmm. So what this remaining poli- remaining Mexico policy was, you know what? We'll I, give you a hearing, but we're not going to tell you when it is, but you've got to you've got to put down stakes in Mexico for whoever knows how long. Joanna has entertainment news, a look at Hollywood and goings-on around the world of entertainment. Good morning, Joanna. Good morning. A fight broke out the other day at an Eagles concert in London's Hyde Park, and it couldn't have happened at a more amazing moment. It was during the song, Take It Easy. Uh, from a video posted online, it looks like it started with two women going at it, but then other people got involved, and it happened in the VIP section. So some of these morons <gasps> paid up to $500 for a ticket. It happened in the VIP in the section? VIP section. Why would you do that there? They paid $500 for a ticket only to be thrown out of the show. The Eagles didn't stop the show, but from the video, it looks like it might have happened in an area where they couldn't have even seen the fight break out. Hilarious. It, Take it easy. Did they play Witchy Woman in honor of the woman who started the fight? <laughs> Maybe. I got a trivia for you. Yeah. Uh, on this tour of the Eagles, uh-huh. how many of the original Eagles were on the stage? Uh, I don't so know. So on this current tour, how many original Eagles? One, maybe. Joanna guesses one. Zero. No. Are they still alive? Don... Why do you do this to yourself? Why don't you just guess a number? Just guess a number. One. Don't go into details. One, <laughs> one is correct. All right. Yeah. Don Henley. Although longtime members, Joe Walsh, who's been on since at least Hotel California and Timothy B. Schmidt, but they weren't original. Mm-hmm. But I think most people would be like, oh, yeah, at least they we're, would getting, count we're getting Joe Walsh and Timothy right. B. Schmidt and Henley, I guess. Sweet. All right, it's Stranger Things Day, and you probably already know that your favorite song can break the evil Vecna spell, but mm-hmm. have you put any thought into which song would save you? 
Well, Spotify can help you with that. It has a new feature called the Upside Down Playlist that puts together your most played songs. And the other day that I was on Spotify, I'm all, what is this Upside Down Playlist? I didn't know what mm -hmm. was happening. An official Stranger Things account even pointed out that the first song on the list is your savior song. Volume 2 of Stranger Things is out today. And if you stayed up until midnight and already watched it, no spoilers for me, please. Thank you very much. Wait, so there's a monster there's a who monster. can't attack you as long as your favorite song is so playing? So Vecna possesses you. And because you really have to watch it to understand. It but they corny, say that music kind of brings you back into the real world and it has to be your favorite song. It makes it's your connection to the real world when you're possessed. And so they play in the movie, in the show, I mean, they play uh, the girl's favorite song. Is that that Kate Bush song? That yes. It Oh, such a good scene. And that destroys the Vecna? It destroys the spell, not the Vecna. The spell that you're under. So you have to figure out, if Vecna had me under control, what song would save me? Everybody here think of what their savior songs would be. Uh, Thank you so much. Probably it would be Gordon Lightfoot. <laughs> the wreck, wreck of the, of the Edmund Fitzgerald. Fitzgerald. No, 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 not the wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald. Probably if you could see, if you could read my mind. Oh, then Vecna's like, yes, I can. Yeah. That's why I'm here. Mine would be Freak a Leak by P.D. Pablo. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Nice. That's my savior song. That is a good one. All right. What's your What's yours? Um, I would say maybe Iron Maiden, Fear of the Dark. Ooh, hardcore. Yeah. Thank you. Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness has earned over $950 million at the worldwide box office, but the film's co-lead, Elizabeth Olsen, still has not seen it. The actor revealed on The Tonight Show that a cold prevented her from watching the movie at its premiere, and then she refused to watch the screener that Disney sent her. No, I haven't seen it, so... Yeah. But, yeah. but is it because just you don't see your own movies? Are you one of those? I wish. People? No, I'm not one of those. I'm like one of those people who like wants to study something so I can figure out how to make it better. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so you just haven't gotten around to it. No, I had a cold when we had the premiere, and yep. I didn't want to sit through it. And did then you have a cold? I did have a cold. I remember that. And and so I asked them to to send me a copy so I could watch it, and it was like it had my name on it, and then it had like the time I was watching it, and I didn't want to watch it like oh, that. Oh, because it's Marvel. It's very tricky when you yes. get a, they call them screeners, and if yes. they give you a screener of a movie, you go, oh my gosh, but they put a watermark on they it. put a watermark on it. You somehow sell it illegally. Yeah, so my name would be on it and the exact time and date. So, Could you imagine if I did It doesn't do seem that? like you at all to me. To yeah. She hasn't seen it herself. As for Olsen's future in the MCU, the actor remains in the dark and says she doesn't even know the fate herself. Are you going to do more uh, Marvel? I hope so. I, they don't tell me anything about my fate, so I... They don't even let you know that you're coming back, or like... You're, no, I don't know. But you, I mean, you can, you... I, sh I should come back. Yeah, and of course! <laughs> of course you should come back! But I really, I don't know. I, I, I like, I want, like, fans to be, like, so aggressive, you know? Yeah. And, like, terrify them into doing it or no, something. No, I mean, that's not a good way to do anything, actually. No, I really take that back. Yeah, don't tell you. Yeah, no, no. no one needs to use, a, use like, force. As for watching Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, the comic book tentpole is now streaming on Disney+. Plus. You know, I saw that movie twice in the theaters. I saw it, when it the first you day it came twice. out with Nico, and then I took my daughter and my nephew to see it the following day. Uh -huh. 
And it was so forgettable. I don't even remember what happens to Scarlet Witch at the end. Does he kill her or does she decide hey, to... yeah. I don't even remember what happened. You, no, you saw it, die. right? Yeah. Yeah, but what happened? She doesn't die. She flies away she into flies the unknown? Away. I don't remember. It's just like that's how unmemorable this movie was that I don't I don't. She's re- kind of like, oh, I made a big mess. I shouldn't have done all this. And then I think she just flies away. You killed Mr. Fantastic. Come on. <laughs> yeah, but it was another universe. Yeah. Yeah. Another Those universe aren't real people. Yeah. <laughs> well, finally, a lot of people were upset that Tim Allen didn't do the voice of Buzz Lightyear in the new Lightyear movie. But Tim doesn't seem all that bothered about it. In a new interview with Extra, Allen explained why he has stayed out of it. The short answer is I've stayed out of this. The brass that did the first four movies, there's a whole new team that really had nothing to do with the first movies. There's really no Toy Story buzz without Woody. It's a wonderful story. It doesn't seem to have any connection to the toy. It seemed, It's just no connection. I wish there was a better connection. Mm. But he's doing uh, something with the Santa Claus franchise, right, which so Disney's owned since the beginning anyway. It's, it's not like Disney is... You know, excluding him purposely because... They didn't Gina Carano him. No. They were already working with him on this Santa Claus series that's coming out later this year. And so the controversy seems like blown out of proportion. Well, with your entertainment news, I'm Joanna Barba. Hey, Joanna, I have to ask mm-hmm. you a question. Have uh, you ever heard of a brand name called Balenciaga? I have, yeah. Are they kind of like a high-end? Yes, they are. Haute couture? Haute, yes. Nice dresses. The New York Post says Balenciaga is selling $225 granny panties. What? Straight out of Bridget Jones. They're comparing them to the granny panties in Bridget Jones' diary. Are those the... The ones on the left are a picture are of the, from Bridget Jones' diary, and the ones on the right are the two hundred twenty-five dollars set. Those don't that, even look like granny panties. They look, you know what they look like? They look like whitey tidies. Whitey tidies. Yeah. <laughs> they look more like whitey tidies than minus the bulge. Two twenty-five for one. Yes, and for two dollars and twenty-five cents, you can go and get like a pack of granny panties. But they're made in Italy. So? Also, they're dry clean only. <laughs> so add that. You go to the dry cleaners. Yes. My granny panties. Thank you. Um, then I'm going to ask you, what's the stain? So 225 for one. That's By comparison, a 10-pack of assorted ridic- cotton briefs costs $16. Ridiculous. And you can throw those into the washing machine, I guess. <laughs> oh, my God. It says here that the Balenciaga briefs... And they do. They look a lot more like whitey tighties yeah. and granny panties. Come in several practical colors. White, black, brown, beige, and light beige. <laughs> For well, $225. For the granny you. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you want to rock that that look, but you insist on overpaying for it by about $400 or $200, go right ahead. Keep it a real. That's what it's all about for ladies these days. And all the ladies lining up for granny panties. Yeah. G-string, you no longer a G-thang. Whale tail, you can hit the beach. Brazilian, go on back home. It's time to pull the string out your crack. Because real ladies of today are going old school. Wearing granny panties. Yeah. Because if it's big and round and full of pounds, <laughs> ladies, we got your app covered. Literally. Oh, no. Granny panties. 
forever big booty underwear sold. <laughs> Hey, it's Daniel Paulus. I'll be along starting at 3 with everything from Aerosmith to Nirvana to Lincoln Park. Everything you'll need to make a rockin' app. Coming back, 5, 4, 3, 2. Tonight and tonight only, there's comedy. Eric Schwartz, one of the uh, top touring comics in the country, is going to be at Old Sheepdog Brewery for just one night. And uh, Eric has dropped by to spend some time with us. Good morning, buddy. Hey, what's going on, Buzz? Great to see you again. Good to see you. You uh, you know what? When I, I came last time, you, I had this like voice box thing and, it, and a looper and stuff. And then you got the same one. I think I wrote down exactly the specifications and got the company to open up the wallet. Do you do stuff like this? Do you do like... Wait, wait, wait. What do you need now? Laptop? Yeah, no, the the thing that I'm talking okay, about. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah uh, this, this thing. The thing you, he just told you about. Oh. Okay, I got it. <laughs> yeah, and then you do this. Do you do stuff like this in the morning? Yo, 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 buzz. Hey, buzz. Hey, buzz. Check it out what it was like. Yeah, it's Buzz, that's what he was He got the same thing, cause he had to do a dub That's a double, a double take Yeah, what's up with Sarah Schwartz, for goodness sakes Yeah, Lego, my ego I'm up here with Iggy Sanmaniego That was a pretty dope rhyme, yeah, I gotta say I, I, I had to that's shout nice. out my boy, Iggy Sanmaniego Did I say it right? You got it right, yeah What's First up, Iggy? How you doing, Buzz? How you doing, man? Good, good No, I don't Joanna, would you say I've ever done anything that creative? No, or original? he doesn't do anything that cool. He does a lot of Darth Vader voice. Mm-hmm. Oh, he yeah. does. Yeah. yeah, they got a but good. But nothing cool like that. Gordon Lightfoot. Yeah, yeah that do too. a little bit of that. Put a little echo on. They got a nice Beast, Beach Boys setting in. There. <laughs> I got that voice. I got the voice I just did. That was from a babysitter that used to um, read me the Berenstain Bears book. Yeah. And she used to uh, smoke two packs a day, and she would read the, the story like this. Once upon a time. There was a family of bears. <laughs> and their parents went away for the weekend. <laughs> I did not sleep, Buzz. <laughs> That's why I'm awake for morning radio this early and I'm so chipper. That's the reason. Yeah, I read that every night yeah. just so I can wake up early. And you got it right. You got Berenstain because you heard about the thing where like people swear it's Berenstain. Yeah, and I, I've never seen them at Temple. <laughs> right. If it was Berenstain, you would have seen them at least on the... On, uh, cold Nidre or yeah, something. There would have been like a Berenstein Hanukkah. No, I don't know, but it's Berenstein. Yeah, Berenstein. They're Germans. What are those called again, Nico, where people remember it and they could have sworn there's a word for it? Mandela effect. Mandela effect. You obviously don't have the Mandela effect, Buzz. You had asked Nico, right? Well, I didn't remember the Mandela effect, but I, 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 w- I guess I would have sworn they were Berenstein Bears. <laughs> That's I, I thought right. they were. It does look because you never whose last name says Stain. Stain, right? Right. That doesn't even make sense. I've never heard a name like that. I know a lot of Steins. Yeah, but I don't know any Stains. It's no Stains. The Steins. You know what I mean? Hey guys, by the way, it's Friday night and I'm doing a show on Shabbos. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even supposed to, but I'm uh, I'm here for my people. Right here, up against. Uh, wait, I was doing research about the area and they call it the the Borderplex, right? Do they call do they, it that? I saw that. I saw that somewhere. And they also call it, um, oh, wait, they call it uh, fr- uh, fronchi- fronchis? 
Fronchies. Yeah. Fronchies are the people from Chihuahua, <laughs> from Chihuahua. With, that have the license plates. Yeah. That say Fronchie. I like to look up like little local stuff so I can ingratiate myself with nice. the with the people. All right. Appreciate that. Well, that's that. a good way to do it. Fronchie. Is that what but do they call people that? Is that a bad term? I thought it yeah, was. I thought I, it was like a Mexican I, preppy was a fronchie. That's what I thought. No, Mexican preppy is a fresa. Uh, that's a fresa. That's a strawberry. Yes. Yes, I know a little bit about cultura. You see my shirt? It says cultura. Oh, I love it. I ma- it's it's a um, and I'm I make this. This was oh, this is my shirt nice. because I represent for la cultura. I love it. My stepfather. I'm I'm a quarter step Mexican. <laughs> my, my stepfather is Mexican, so I and I rep, I don't just like I love it. I don't just like step present. I represent. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I represent for cultura. And when you hear me it. say cultura, hopefully it sounds it's I'm saying it the right. It sounds so much better than when Nico says it. If it helps, Nico, how do you say it? Cultura. Uh, that's pretty good. That's mm. perfect. It he did all the cringe. R's. Oh. He says it. He he puts a lot of emphasis cultura. on the cool. Cultura. When I say it, I say it with my entire body. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like sometimes, I appreciate it. Sometimes I say it so hard that my huevos go adentro. <laughs> cultura. I do like a male kegel. Just cultura. <laughs> and some guys, they don't think that they can do a kegel. And I'm here to say, yes, you can. Si, se, puede. You're right. I just tried it. You did? Uh-huh. I felt the tingle, dude. We're matched up like a Bluetooth, dude. I think they said you're using your, your kegel or whatever they call it. Yeah. Like if you're in the middle of a, of a P. Yeah. The number mm-hmm. one. And you stop it. Like your brain tells your your neurons to stop. Yes. That's the kegel muscle you're using to stop. That is, I, that's what I've heard. And that's what I exercise. I can pee from across the room because yeah. of cultura. <laughs> you can strengthen it. Wait, did you guys say f- if you call somebody a fronchi, it is offensive? I think some is people it? find it offensive. How about fres? What did you say, fresa? fresa? Fresa. Is that offensive? Nah. How about naka? Nah. Yeah. No? That no. Wait, wait, wait. wait you're like, saying naka is offensive? Yeah, it's kind of like calling someone like a toxic, crazy person. Yeah. I Okay, here's how it was translated for me. Like a redneck, but Mexican. <laughs> I'll put it to you like this, man. Like, call your girlfriend that and see if she slaps you or she like gives you a hug. Okay, I guess like it depends the company you're in. Okay. If she says, wait, hold on, here's another El Paso term that I looked up and I don't know how to pronounce it. If she says, if she doesn't like it and she says, I, I. Is it I I? Is it I I? I I. Oh, is that how you did it? I I. I I. Okay. I'm learning about El Paso. Hopefully, tonight at Sheepdog Bruco, I get this all straight. Yeah. Brewery. I say Bruco because I can't say brewery. Brewery is a tough word. It's a hard word, right? And it comes up so much that I have to read the word brewery. Yeah. It's just like a bunch of vowels. You can't even slow it down and say it. Even when you slow it down, you still mess it up. Brewery. I just speak by it. Brewery. 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 Well, old sheepdog brewery, if you can say it, uh, you can you can come in tonight. <laughs> Here's another word that I've heard some people say, no, nah, there's nothing offensive. And then other, other people have told me, yeah, you don't say that. Are you ready? Yeah. Bocho. I'm one of those. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. What is bocho? Like uh, you were born over there but raised over here. Oh, pocho with a pocho. P, right? Yeah, pocho. Yeah. Is that offensive? Not to me. Oh, uh, you you wouldn't take any offense at all. Nah. 
That's what my stepdad calls everyone in America. It calls them pochos. Yeah. He like, says, oh, I guess pochos like that. You can yeah. speak fluent yeah. Spanish, but if you mess up the pronunciation of one single mm-hmm. syllable, all of a sudden, pochos. <laughs> the fact that you've heard that here, my stepdad would say, but the pochos are telling you you're a pocho. But he, that's what he calls everyone. They, he, he and my mom live in San Miguel de Allende. Oh, wow. You know that place? Yes, they do. It's so beautiful over Where? there. Where? It's a, it's a city. It's like there's a lot of expatriates there, but it's like uh, it's in Guanajuato, um, Mexico, yeah, and like the middle of the country. Sure. And uh, yeah, it's beautiful. It, it, everyone, that's the first thing everyone says. It's it beautiful is there. So beautiful. Yeah, it's cool. You know what place in Mexico I really want to visit someday? Where? Zahuatanejo. Oh, I've been there. Oh. Yeah. It's the place where Andy and Red want to go to when they get out of Shawshank Redemption. Uh, I'm going to meet my friend Andy and say, what nay who? Do you feel like you're in jail right now? Is that what you're trying to tell us? Well, fortunately, today's the day I get released because I got a week's vacation. Uh, look at C. <laughs> this is go my to Ziwa. Day. You got a furlough. Zee what nay who? I have to find my friend Andy. He's <laughs> working on his boat. Hopefully, I won't have to go through the sewer line. <laughs> My friend Andy did. You got want to use a? You want to do another? Uh, yeah, like verse for us. Yeah, we'll see. I brought music too on my iPad over here. All right. So- uh, yeah, and I because. Um, this is what this is this is the this is the thing I, I feel like connected to you right now, my mm-hmm. friend. Yeah. And I feel like I could tell you everything. Like I could feel like I could do anything. I could be naked. By all means. I, I could, mean, not that. No. But yeah. You just the, well, the, the the attitude is right, but don't don't get naked. Well, I mean, figuratively. Let yeah. me let me explain it to you in this song. It's called My Big D. Can we okay. do that? Well, now <laughs> yeah. that you mentioned it, yeah. uh, <laughs> I, I I'll trust you, but okay. we might have to shut it off at some point. Hey, it's radio. Okay. All right, here we go. I got a big D, I want y'all to see, I'm setting it free. I drop the fig leaf, my D like a tree, it's bigger than me. To handle my D, oh, this. <laughs> I'm just remembering, did I bleep this one word out? I didn't bleep the word out, it goes like this. It's uh, okay. you, let's, do a different one. let's do a different one, you're right. right. There's a D on there, but... um. If you want to know what that says, come to the show tonight at Sheepdog Brewing Company. This is what I'll do. Put uncensored. it back on this thing. It's uncensored at the show. Put it right? back on this thing because right. a lot of people, they look at me and they go, they they say that I sound like um, my my idol, Justin Timberlake, and I look like him um, if he were an off-duty member of the Blue Man Group. Because <laughs> I'm a bald guy. Um, so here, let me, are you, are you a JT fan? Sure. I mean. Well, if I, you're not, you will be by the end of this. Here he married go. Jessica Biel. Jessica so Biel. fan of that. Yeah. So this, if you're not a fan yet, this is, I'm going to seduce you. Here we go. Here we okay. go. Okay. Oh, yeah. Let's go like this, Buzz. Uh, if I wrote you a symphony, would you say how much it meant to me? What would you do? Maybe it represents my heart. And I'd- are you get are you getting turned on yet? Tell me, I do. No, but I think if you keep it up, I'll, I'll get there. Hands, walking on the beach with the toes in the sand. I see us in the countryside, walking on the side by side. And it'd be another crazy, cause girl, you amaze me. Oh, you amaze me. And I'm not crazy. And oh, I don't know the words. Can be my love. So don't give away my love. So don't give away my love. So don't give away my love. Freaky, freaky. Yeah. I think when I got the machine, I saw Eric Schwartz had this. It's called the TC Halcyon 
Voice Live Touch 2, if anybody wants to buy it. I think it's like, I don't know, under a grand probably, right? I think it was like 300 bucks, like yeah. 300 bucks. But I've noticed I couldn't do all the stuff he does. And it's like, oh, it's not the machine's fault. It's just... <laughs> Dude. I, I can't think of all the stuff. Well, I, I can't do morning are radio. A loop? Are you putting a loop on there? Like Yeah, I'm looping, looping it. I, I've seen like solo performers get up. I saw KT Tunstall. I don't know if you know who that is, but she was at a like a no, coffee shop one time, and she just put every like that. Sound, yeah, and then she looped, it and she had so many going on. It sounded like it was like a four piece band, but it was yeah. just her and her guitar. It was pretty incredible. Well, Buzz, one day we can do we can put ours back to back and do dueling TC Helicons. I think I think Dueling like, loopers. You, you've got to tell me how to do anything beyond the basics because, like this record button, I don't know how to use. That. Yeah, that's <laughs> so what I'm that's doing. The thing you're using. It's a one track looper. Yeah, and you can you can overdub it. It's pretty. I'm, I'm sure the listeners are like, oh yeah, overdubbing. Yeah, this is interesting. <laughs> but all you got to do is you just be entertained. You know, that's that's what we're, that's why I came to do. So I do this live in my show. It's fun. Let's take a break, and when we come back, you got. It's some a lot. More. It's a lot. We do yeah, need to take yeah, a break. Yeah. You it's got a anything? Lot. Uh, you got anything like for the Fourth of July? You got anything patriotic? Anything that could be spun in a patriotic way? Yes, I talk a lot about cultura. Okay, and that's, that's you know very patriotic. Is this a different country? But I, but I, I'm <laughs> patriotic. Patriotic, but for a different <laughs> yeah. country. Got it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's take a break. Eric Schwartz is at Old Sheepdog Brewery, and uh, that is one night only. And also Iggy Samaniego is part of the lineup. Uh, let's take a break. Uh, apparently, Nico uh, has gone to his head that he got some stage time with the <laughs> Latin Kings of Comedy. So, oh, uh, dude. When we yeah. ask, when we ask Nico, he's like, "Oh, I guess so." If they really want me to, <laughs> like, because now he's like a Latin King of Comedy. Yeah. That's right. We're such a dick, man. Seriously. <laughs> oh, wait, you can say that? No. You, you that can, was the word I was hoping you, you could say. To, it. You can call him that, but you can't, can't talk about it. You can't talk oh. about your. Yeah. Yeah, this weird. I, this I really made a clean rules. version and I didn't put it on this. That's why I, I had a bail. <laughs> no, I'm just very tired. I, you know, I'm very tired Eric, from I, getting I up it, with Eric the, very much. Yeah. And so this tired. is like, honestly, one of the shows that I've you been don't looking have forward to. I have any idea how exhausting it is once you're a Latin king of comedy. <laughs> once you're in that echelon, it's just so much to ask to come out and do a sheepdog brewery. I'll be there. Show. Aye, aye. He'll be At there. The brewery. Me and everything we for, for Nico. Yeah, if it weren't for Nico, I wouldn't be here. He's the king. <laughs> I wouldn't say you're a king of comedy. Royal subjects. I would say you're a <laughs> dolphin of comedy. A duke? You're a duke. Not even a duke's a pretty high. A viscount? Maybe a baron of comedy. You're a Latin they have baron a street of comedy. In, they have a street named after you. Viscount. Uh, yeah. Viscount. Viscount. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> right? Uh, let's take a break. We're going to come back, and we've got more of the Buzz Adams Morning Show. More with Eric Schwartz and Iggy Samaniego coming up right after this. This hour of the Buzz Adams Morning Show is brought to you by Pumping Ink Tattoo, the corner of Dyer and Monroe. Just moments for Fort Bliss, you can find them on social media or at PumpingInkTattoo.com. That's PumpingInkTattoo.com. Eric Schwartz is in town for a one-night-only show, and that's at Old Sheepdog Brewery. Let me tell you what I know about Old Sheepdog Brewery. 3900 Rosa Avenue 
It's like if you step outside and you look up, you're looking at the bottom of I-10. Yeah. Is one way to put it. It's oh, almost right across the street from Lincoln Park, right? Yeah, the Chicano Park. Right I've always there. wanted to perform under a freeway. Yeah, you're yeah. basically over a, a, a flyover ramp. Okay. Is kind of what it looks like. Okay. You know what's cool about that place, Buzz? A lot of people don't know. Across the street from Oshibak Brewery, there's a gallery. Uh, Galeria Lincoln, I think what it's called. But that house is where Richard Ramirez's uncle killed his wife in front of Richard Ramirez. Listen, man, it's setting him from on the path dude. of darkness to become the Night Stalker. I'm trying to get creepy people to show up to the show. <laughs> dude, I, I was a kid when that was happening in L.A. And, uh, oh, my God, you, I, I got scared again, dude. Uh, like, we were, because we, we, he was, like, in our area. Yeah. And do, you remember how, area. do you remember what happened when he got how he got caught. It's I don't remember. Story. I don't remember. So but this will totally inspire people to come sure. to a comedy yeah. show. For sure. you, can see the, <laughs> you can see the Night Stalker's uncle's house. He had come back to El Paso, so he would travel back and forth by oh. bus. Uh, so he'd been in El Paso, and they had gotten like uh, a police drawing of him while he was gone. He didn't know any of this. So he gets back at the bus stops like in South Central, I guess. And he gets out and he's walking around. All of a sudden, all the people in the neighborhood, I guess the police artist did a really good job because they recognized him. And the people in the neighborhood were like, that's him. That's the Night Stalker. And a bunch of just like citizens ganged up on him and, and beat him up and held him until police came to get him. You know what, man? They, they didn't say this on the show, but I read it on the book. Uh, when they Oh, you read the book. Yeah, I, I did, read the I book did. too. Did you read that part when, when the cops got there? Uh, Richard Ramirez told the cops, and I quote, Thank God you guys showed up. The Mexicans were going to kill me. Right. The atheists believed in God. The Mexicans beat the love of Christ into a man. Yeah. <laughs> he, was, he was grateful to the police by the time they got there to save him. Uh, it's not all about serial killers, though. Come on, it's comedy that we're talking about. Yeah, right? uh, yeah. I know. That's. I, I was like, hey, man, we're trying to get people to come to the show. <laughs> like, the birthplace of Richard Ramirez. As far as well, that's not where we're performing, right? No, no. Where do no, I get in? No. Get myself into? Uh, that's probably kind of kind of his hood, though. <laughs> that was his hood. Where would he go, Jeff? Oh, he went to Jeff. He he was a Je he was a silver fox. He was a silver fox, and uh, our office lady, I remember, had lots of stories about him. Your office lady. Mm -hmm. Joanna, didn't your mom almost go on a date with the Night Stalker? Yeah, she did. But didn't. But Whoa. she did not. She was like, went, oh, I can't make base. it. Oh, that's a good excuse. And so, then I'm like, and then what happened, Mom? And she's like, oh, he went and asked someone else out, and she went <laughs> Joanna with him. Could, and they never came back. Huh? Could your last name be Ramirez? By it chance? was almost going to be Ramirez, yeah. That oh, doesn't sound man. good. Joanna Ramirez. Joanna oh Ramirez. Joanna Baba. Don't get don't get Joanna married. Baba. Don't get married to a Ramirez. No, right. Sometimes I'll ask because then it won't even be a date. Sometimes I'll ask people if they're <laughs> on a date, you know, at the at the shows, and uh -huh. then they go, "No, we're not. We're not on a date. We're married." <laughs> so then, this is in date night. Yeah, they're like it's an obligation. You know, <laughs> nobody's here having fun. Yeah, I think all about your stand up. You got to keep it a date, man. That's what I like. Keep it new. Uh -huh. I learn new stuff about my girlfriend all the time. Uh -huh. Like I, I found this. Out. Did you know, if guys? You know, when women hang out in a, over a long period of time, this is amazing to me. Uh -huh. Their cycles sync up. Yeah, Nico and I have synced up. Yeah, good job, Nico. <laughs> Is it right now? He can't hear what she's saying. <laughs> oh, like he's oh, in the nice. dark. He said that just, you, you, you just tell tell just us you yes. agree. 
Is With she saying Joan, that, that your period and mine are syncing up? No, that's not what she's saying at all. Uh, Yours and hers. Oh, mine Buzz, and hers? Actually, yeah. Buzz and Nico's would make more sense because they hang out more together. Yeah, that's yeah. what I mean. <laughs> well, that's that's what I was. I'm always yeah, like, what th- guys? I'm glad that we don't do that because what if our um, boners synced up? That would be the worst, <laughs> right? Because you'd be like, uh, hey, dude, where are you right now? Uh, oh, you're at the happy ending massage place. Good for you. Guess where I am? The dentist, dude. The dentist. <laughs> I do not need this. My mouth is open. <laughs> uh, he put Novocaine in there. I can't feel anything. The only way I know that nothing's in my mouth is because I'm forming complete sentences. I said the only way I know there's not. <laughs> <laughs> what if it was like yawning? Yeah. Oh, yawning? <laughs> yeah. Oh, like you get one and then I, I have a craving for oh, one. Oh, God. Now you've started it. We're all going to be popping them. No. <laughs> I was wondering why I was feeling like this, Buzz. Mm-hmm. I was wondering right now why I can't fit under this counter. Do you want me to bring... I got the uh, I got the effects box up. Okay. Or do you want the laptop? You want to do a song? Let's yeah, do a let's song. Do a song. Yeah. Um, now that we've talked about that, hey, because there's all types of love. You know, I wrote a love song. I didn't want to leave anyone out because there's all types of love. So instead, I left everybody out. Ladies and gentlemen, I present to you the world's first ever no gender love jam. This is a no gender love jam Cause you don't have to say Woman or I'm saying I love you Without saying who I'm saying it to You are my I am your You may not or you may Possess some big boobays, you are the person. I'm in love with the human that I'm doing. Desire is the subject, the object's ambiguous. Tonight, your mind, I'm your honey, and so much more. Let's unite with the nondescript sexual organs in ecstasy. All up in your stuff is where I wanna be. This is a so leave those old love jams in the dustpan, taking out all those gender terms and replacing them with sexier words. Cause you're the creature I adore, the mortal in my heart's core. I never found more in a human species life form. <laughs> For you, I'm searching. You're my favorite earthling. Let's go on a date. You sexy anthropomorphic vertebrate. This is what happens when a DNA mess falls in love with the bipedal flesh slab. Our genders don't ever have to be divulged. You're simply my favorite thing with a pulse. This is a no gender love jam. Cause you don't have to say woman or men. I'll never leave you alone because of your chromosomes. Come see me at Old Sheep at Big Sheep Dog Old Sheep Dog Old Sheep Dog Brewery at Big Sheep Dog Brewery Old tonight. Sheep Dog Brewery. EricSchwartzLive.com for tickets. Thirty nine hundred Rosa Avenue is where you can find Old Sheep Dog. Brewery. I want to see all you mouth breathers. <laughs> that was really sexy, man. I think my boner just synchronized with someone. Yeah, dude. Oh, we connected, dude. We connected.
We have time for one more song. One more song. Yeah. You know what? Let's take them back to the old school. I don't even perform this one anymore, but when I come to Chuko Town, I got to do it. Like, you know, a lot of people know me from um, a, a dance that I do where, you know, this this dance is like the cholo dance. Uh, I love the... Oh, uh, What's the that, name of the song? The, this, the lean like a cholo. Lean, yeah, but you. Do, when I do it differently, yeah, I have you to do, do it a little differently. I do it a little differently. I have to do it kind of um, like a gringo. Okay, <laughs> I just modify the moves just a little bit. I just kind of uh, like, like a, a gringo. gringo. Side to side, do the white man's overbite. <laughs> Back side to you can't see it because it's radio. All right, check the verse. Hey, pull up to the club in my jeep, looking for some high nuts. I'm on the creep. I might look different, but don't sleep. Watch me on the dance floor. I'm off beat. I'm off. I'm off beat. I like you. I like you. But what's with your eyebrows? I don't even care, though. Call me a wero. Still laugh when that pero says, yo, caro Taco Bell. But I'm out to prove my dance skills because the DJ's playing bust to move. You don't do a whole lot. I do too much because when I hear music, I go freaking nuts. When I dance, you stare. I look like Carlton from the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Earlier tonight, I won playing bingo fiesta. I lean like a gringo. Side to side. Do the white dance over bite. All right. Should we do the second? Second verse, y'all. Second verse. Okay, second verse over there. Okay, I just have to keep talking because it's coming up right here. Second verse, because I love the cultura. Check it out. Oh, I'm a gringo, but don't discriminate. Latino culture, I really think it's great. I like carne asada, not filet mignon. People ask why, because it's my... <laughs> Yo, what the heck? Get your area code tattooed on your neck. <laughs> I ain't fronting. Wear a shirt and tie. Just the top button's button. You don't speak Spanish? That's absurd, bro. Just add O to the end of every word. Oh, because I'm more than your average grin to the go. I could say parangaricutiri mi cuaro. I like Cinco de Mayo. Bologna tacos with pico de gallo. All day, lunes a domingo. Viva la reza. I lean like a gringo. <laughs> yeah. It's how we're getting down. It's how we're getting down. Yeah. Tonight, old sheepdog, Bruco. <laughs> EricSchwartzLive.com. Get the tickets. The sell is out. All right, and uh, Iggy, you're going to be part of the show, too. Yeah, yeah. Me and Eric are going to be opening for the Nico, the Latin oh, King. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's the Latin right. King. I mean, don't forget, Nico has suffered ever since his big exposure on Saturday with the Latin Kings. He is suffering. You know how celebrities is like, oh, they had to go to rehab. What for? Exhaustion. Yeah, Nico's just so exhausted so because exhausted. his career is blowing From up. From ego? Uh, he has yeah. to recuperate? You are such a dick. I mean, honestly. <laughs> I went out to Cool Canyon last Last night, all right? I was supporting our friends. That's why I'm tired. You're the first one to leave. No, dude. <laughs> Nico, you got to talk to him like, that's right, peasant. That's right. Uh, yeah. no, I can Latin never say that to him. Of comedy, man. <laughs> You're a Latin king of comedy. I know. Isn't that cool? That is like your... the coolest thing in the world. I'm yeah. like a white Latin king of comedy. Uh, Cultura. Like a <laughs> all right, uh, Eric, thanks for dropping yeah. by today. Thank man. you for having Great me. To see you. Appreciate it. Sheep Dog Brewery, what time do you think the comedy gets started tonight? 7.30, right? Yeah, so I believe the doors open at 7.30 and the show starts at 8. Okay, yeah. great. Head out to Old Cheap Dog Brewery in El Paso, and that is at 3900 Rosa Avenue, right around Richard Ramirez's old neighborhood. He won't oh. be there, though, so that's cool. All right, have a great one. <laughs> he won't be there. You'll have a good time tonight. Let's take a break. Nico's coming up with news headlines on the way and more. The Buzz Adams Morning Show is coming your way right after this. He kills it every day. I love the morning show. But-
This hour of the Buzz Adams Morning Show is brought to you by Pumping Ink Tattoo, the corner of Dyer and Monroe. They're just moments away from Fort Bliss. You can find them on social media or at PumpingInkTattoo.com. That's PumpingInkTattoo.com. We're going to push news uh, back just a little bit, and I will run down the list of everything that is happening in the month of July. First day of July here. We're going to get to that momentarily, but first, El Paso weather. Brought to you by Painted Dunes Desert Golf Course. They're having a big party tomorrow night, July 2nd. It's the Red, White, and Brews Festival, which I'll tell you more about. Partly cloudy today, and this kind of is the forecast for the weekend. There's going to be a chance of rain at about 15 to 20% pretty consistently all weekend long. Highs are going to be in the mid-90s. So, is it going to rain on your 4th of July plans? Could be. Maybe. Maybe. There's like a 15 to 20% chance of rain every day. And that looks like that forecast is holding out through the middle of next week. So, just know that when you're uh, headed out, Somewhere around a 15, 20% chance rain. Highs are going to be in the mid-90s. It's probably going to be a little on the humid side, humid for the desert in El Paso anyway. And El Paso weather is brought to you by Painted Dunes Desert Golf Course, where they're having their red, white, and bruise party tomorrow. Uh, I see what you did there. Instead of blues, blues I yeah. bruise. Yeah. It is free to attend, so it gets started at 4 o'clock. Bring the whole family. There are going to be a lot of things for kids, jumping balloons and more, hamburgers, hot dogs, vendors galore, live music from Damien Isaac and Redemption. And for you grown-ups, it is a brews festival, so Dead Beach Brewery is going to be there. You can find something you really like from the guys at Dead Beach, uh, but something for everybody. It's the Red, White, and Brews Festival at Painted Dunes, 12,000 Macombs. Tomorrow, gates open at 4 o'clock. Music starts at 4.30. And if you're looking to play around to golf, don't forget you can set up all your tee times and reservations online at PaintedDunes.com. That is PaintedDunes.com. Or give them a call at 915-821-2122. Stranger Things, uh, final two episodes of the fourth season are out, and I will make sure that I've got this right. One, They've already said one more season, and that's going to wrap up the whole story. Isn't each episode like two hours, though? 84 minutes the first one, 104 minutes the second one. Yeah, these are full-fledged movies. This whole season has been episodes super long. Are they still even in the 80s? (laughs) <laughs> like have they had they hit 1990 yet? Yeah, yeah, they're still the 80s. That's how it was on. Uh, oh, that show that we used to like, and then they kicked the dad off. The Goldbergs. The Goldberg. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, wait a minute, it was it, the 80s, always, and it, when he was like a grade schooler after season 12, it's like now hmm. he's like 30, and somehow it's still the it's still the 80s. It's always 1980 something. 80 something, right? Um. Well, the volume two of season four, Stranger Things, is out today. You didn't uh, get up super early to watch it or stay up late at midnight when they got released. No, I did not. Also on Amazon today, series premiere of a new Chris Pratt uh, show called The Terminal List. Chris Pratt stars as a Navy SEAL looking for revenge after his platoon is slaughtered. I'm sorry, not Chris. I meant CP. Or Pratt. Oh, right. Pratt. 
What was the, he was doing an interview, he had a couple of recent interviews, and he said that he's not even religious, like he's gotten the, right. the identity of being the poster boy for Hillsong. He says, first of all... He doesn't go to Hillsong. He didn't go to, go to Hillsong. Then, but was he was defending Hillsong for a long time, and then he came out and said, that's not even the church I go to, which makes you wonder why he was defending it so much. What was the controversy? Like, they... They're very anti-LGBTQ. Oh, um, you mean like most churches? <laughs> <laughs> Not the Episcopalians. Now, in my experience, most of the churches... Episcopalians had lesbian pastors. Sweet. Yeah. Well, I think the Catholics and the Baptists are still in the same boat. It's You're very hard-pressed to go find an LGBTQ-friendly... Well, Church. the Presbyterians mm -hmm. and the Episcopalians are going to fight back. Really? Yeah. Well, they will probably do it with much better style. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. For the eighth straight year in a row, Chick-fil-A is the most popular fast food restaurant. Why yeah. do you think that is? Good service. chicken is good. It's their service. And the service. Yeah. And the service but really stands do out. you notice that... Each shift, they probably have more employees than a Whataburger has in total. Like, each shift has about 15 to 20 people. And, like, for like three in the line. What's incredible they, is they could have so many cars in that line, you're like, I'm going to be here for an hour. But once you get past the point where you give the, the guy your order, because they've got people outside. Right. Mm -hmm. Once you go around the building... Man, they're just, it's like an assembly line. They've got that food ready. Yeah. You know, so it never takes as long as you think it's going to. Don't flag, you're a high flying flag, and forever in peace may you wave. What? You're the <laughs> emblem of. I'm just singing some patriotic uh, music, man. That's, that's nice. It Fun. is a new month, and we've got America's birthday coming on Monday. But here are a few other important things that are going on that you can look forward to in the month of July. We'll start with sports. Major League Baseball's All-Star Game is later this month, July 19th. The ESPY Awards are the following night. And the Tour de France begins today and takes place most of the month. It goes on for 24 days. And uh, Wimbledon concludes July 9th and 10th is going to be uh, the conclusion of Wimbledon. Those are your major sports events for July few big movies are coming out this month, including Minions, The Rise of Gru, which is in theaters today. Oh, I can't wait. Are you a big Minions fan? Never seen a, never seen a Gru or a Minions or a dis, what is it? What it is? It wasn't originally called Minions, though. It was Despicable something. Despicable right? Me? Yeah, I don't think yeah. I've ever seen one. I like the little yellow guys. <laughs> I believe those are the Minions. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. I know that yeah. much. Those are the Minions, yeah. Next Friday, Thor, Love and Thunder comes out. Oh, <gasps> Buzz! Yes. Have you bought our tickets? I asked him, I was like, do you just give me, give me cash and I'll go do it so that Johanna and Lisa can stop hounding you? Did he? No. Buzz! I mean, I will totally do that Lisa as long as you guys... You're going to get a call later on from her today. It's not going to be nice. Oh, you don't want that call. All right, I'll get your tickets for Thor Love and Thunder. <laughs> but you're seeing it at Bassett here. All <laughs> right! <laughs> Jordan Peele's Nope! Is out on July twenty second. Right. Are you gonna go see it? Nope. Yeah, I've seen all of his. I saw 
Get Out and Us. So I've stayed up with Jordan Peele's filmography. And I, don't, I, I mean, I saw Keanu also, but I don't know if that counts. Because <laughs> it wasn't a horror movie. Ryan Gosling and Chris Evans' thriller The Gray Man is going to be out on Netflix on the 22nd. And DC League of Super Pets hits theaters. That's right, theaters, July the 29th. There's a lot coming up on TV during the month of July. The much-anticipated second half of Stranger Things, which we just mentioned. Big Brother returns to CBS on Wednesday, along with the series premiere of The Challenge USA the same night. I wonder if that's the one that I've been seeing previews for where it's like people from Big Brother versus people from Love Island versus people from Survivor. Is that what the Challenge USA is? I've seen tons of commercials for for what I'm describing. For what you're describing, yeah. Uh, The Bachelorette is back for season 19. 19 of The Bachelorette on July the 11th. That means there's 19 failed relationships? Yeah, I guess so. I think there was one bachelor or bachelorette season where, as far as I know, they're still together. But Like, who would still go on this knowing, like, oh, this is a failed <laughs> way of meeting somebody and staying with them? People who want to go on TV and get famous, I guess. I yeah. mean, some of these people you, got famous. Do Are they really, though? <sighs> no. <laughs> right? <laughs> Not really. <laughs> but in that microcosm of... The Bachelor verse, yeah, they have some. You can parlay to a bunch of other Love Island. Uh, isn't that the? Isn't that what the spinoff is called? Where they just take a bunch of the contestants from Bachelor and Bachelorette and put them together on a resort? No game. You guys just get to bang each other. All right, that's all. Yeah, that's basically what it is. And the final six episodes, the final six of Better Call Saul, began this month on July the eleventh. And finally, the holidays and special days during the month. The big one, of course, 4th of July on Monday, but a few more that you might want to add to your calendar. Tomorrow is National Disco Day. National Bikini Day is on the 5th, the day after 4th of July. National Video Game Day is the 8th. And Amazon Prime Day is July 12th and 13th. Amazon Prime Day's just gotten too big for one calendar day, so it's the 12th and the 13th. National Ice Cream Day is the 17th, and National Tequila Day is coming up on July the 24th. And that's your preview of everything happening in the month of July. It is National Hot Dog Month, if I failed to mention that. July's National Hot Dog Month, which I guess makes a lot of sense. And our man on the street, John Mellicar, was out talking to random passers-by about National Hot Dog Month. We send it out to John. Mellicar on the move, asking patriotic Americans about Hot Dog Month. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. Will you celebrate Hot Dog Month by putting a tube steak in your mouth? Yes. How do you prepare to eat a tube steak? Any way I can get them. <laughs> Do you ever take a tube steak plain or only between buns? No, I'll eat them plain as well. Yes. They're making hot dogs bigger these days. Should buns get wider for these bigger tube steaks? No. <laughs> Keep them tight? Keep them tight. <laughs> Thank you very much. You're welcome. 
All right, let's take a break. When we come back, we've got news headlines. Nico is going to bring us the news in just a moment. Brittany Griner's trial in Russia starts today. I'll have the details next in news. It looks like everyone has agreed on one important point. News headlines with Nico Ajimian. Here is Nico with today's top stories. Good morning, Nico. Good morning, Buzz. WNBA star Brittany Griner will stand trial today in Moscow in a, in a Moscow courtroom on charges of smuggling drugs into Russia. Russian officials claim they found vape cartridges containing hashish oil in Griner's luggage at a Moscow airport earlier this year. She's been detained since February and faces 10 years in jail if convicted. Her supporters in the U.S. are calling on President Biden to negotiate a prisoner swap. The New York Times says the Kremlin might be interested in trading Griner for Russian arms dealer Victor Bout. Merchant of death. Who's serving a 25-year prison sentence for selling weapons to suspected terrorists. So we're going to swap the merchant of death for the lady with a little hash oil. Yeah. Who's a, just a basketball player? And who was there to work for in Russia as a basketball <clears throat> player? She, you know, she's a superstar. She's one of the yeah. big stars. No, no, I do. But yeah. the coverage in in this country has been that this is a kangaroo court and it's a sham, and you know, that she's basically a hostage is really what it comes down to. This week, U.S. National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan again said that Griner is wrongfully detained, unjustly detained, and we have made that clear as an official determination of the U.S. government. Does it even matter if it's true in your mind, whether or not she had a little hash oil? In no, it's, this is political either way. Right. Uh, so whether she actually did the thing they're accusing her of or not, this is clearly they're using her as leverage. And I would, I mean, I would have a problem with a, with somebody here getting a federal charge for for having a little yeah you know not enough to distribute but just a personal use amount and then we're going to throw them in a federal jail yeah possibly for 30 years or whatever they're talking about you're going to turn innocent people into criminals that way right we'd be against it if it was somebody coming in with a similar amount of drugs into this country yeah Russian forces withdrew from a strategic Black Sea island Thursday, potentially easing the threat to the vital Ukrainian port city of Odessa, but kept up their push to encircle the last stronghold of resistance in the eastern province of Luhansk. The Kremlin portrayed the pullout from Snake Island as a goodwill goodwill gesture. But Ukraine's military claimed it forced the Russians to flee in two small speedboats following a barrage of Ukrainian artillery and missile strikes. The exact number of troops was not disclosed. Unable to withstand the impact of art- artillery, missile, and aviation units, the Russian occupiers have left Snake Island. The Odessa region is completely liberated, the Ukrainian military said in its regular social media update. The Russian defense minister said the withdrawal was intended to demonstrate that Moscow isn't hampering U.N. efforts to establish a humanitarian corridor for exporting agricultural products from Ukraine. Ukraine and the West have accused Russia of blockading Ukrainian ports to prevent exports of grain, contributing to a global food crisis. Russia has denied that and said Ukraine needs to remove mines from the Black Sea to allow safe navigation. Sounds like a messy situation all the way around. Oh, yeah. I would have told the Russians, Snake Island, you could have it. Too many snakes. (laughs) 
But that's kind of where, like, the... Why is it always snakes? <laughs> Isn't that where one of the... Some of the very first fighting began when all this started. I think God, this is where the sailors from Ukraine said F, F you. And then they held out and, and everybody, everybody thought, thought they, they died. died yeah. But then it turned out they, they did and they were captured by the Russians. So Russian, Russians have finally left that island. A Florida circuit court judge has denied a motion to dismiss the civil lawsuit filed by the family of Gabby Petito against the family of Brian Laundrie. And the case will now go to trial. The suits allege that Christopher and Roberta Laundrie knew that Gabby was dead and where her body was while the missing persons investigation was going on. Gabby's parents, Joseph Petito and Nicole Schmidt, want 30000 in damages for mental anguish they say they suffered due to the Laundrie's deceit. When ruling on the motion to dismiss, Judge Hunter Carroll was clear. Judge Carroll said that if the Laundries had stayed silent, the court would have granted the motion to dismiss in the Laundries' favor. But they did not stay silent. It's believed that the, the, that the judge was referring to a statement issued by the Laundries before Gabby's body was found. Judge Carroll also said that if the allegations are true, the Laundries' statement was particularly callous and cruel. Gabby's parents also alleged in the lawsuit that the Laundries helped Brian hide Gabby's murder and were making plans for him to flee the country. What was the thing that they said that the judge said would have been cruel? I think they 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 made a statement or they released a statement about um, their concerns or saying that they ha- they saying no we didn't help mm. Brian but it was right before Gabby's body was found. While flying back to Washington from Madrid Thursday, President Joe Biden issued a written statement from Air Force One on the Supreme Court's decision in West Virginia versus EPA, calling it another devastating decision that aims to take our country backwards. Biden said he's directed his legal team to work with the Justice Department and federal agencies affected by the decision to review the ruling and find ways that we can, under federal law, to continue protecting Americans from harmful pollution, including pollution that causes climate change. Pledging to take action, he said he'd still use executive authority and the EPA's authorities to keep our air clean, protect public health, and tackle the climate crisis. He also said his administration would work with states and cities to pass laws and will continue to push for Congress to act. Our fight against climate change must carry forward, and it will, he wrote. Earlier Thursday, Biden also blasted the Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade and said he would support carving out an exception to the 60-vote threshold required by the Senate filibuster rule to codify abortion rights and other privacy rights as well. The Supreme Court also on Thursday said the Biden administration can end a Trump-era immigration policy known as Remain in Mexico that had forced thousands of asylum seekers to wait south of the border while their claims were adjudicated. The court ruled 5-4 to four with Chief Justice John Roberts and Justice Brett Kavanaugh joining the three liberal justices in the majority. Officially termed the Migrant Protection Protocols, or MPP, the policy was created in 2019 to send unauthorized immigrants, including asylum seekers, back to Mexico while their cases are processed in immigration court. Trump administration officials intended the policy to serve as a deterrent against flows of migrants along the southwest border. Human rights observers and immigrant advocacy organizations said the policy contravened international law putting vulnerable people at risk of higher documented rates of kidnapping, extortion, and violence in the areas they were forced to wait. 
The Biden administration uh, argued that the MPP required costly uh, and complicated negotiations with Mexico and that foreign policy authority rests solely with the president, not the states or the federal courts. Under President Donald Trump, roughly 70,000 migrants were enrolled in the program and sent back to Mexico to await immigration hearings in the U.S. So far, the Biden administration has enrolled 5,000 migrants in the program. Just 2.4% have been granted relief after their claims were heard, one study has found. Well, I think the deterrent effect is the big thing about this. And look, you may think, well, people who show up and claim asylum are, are lying so they can try and get in the country. But, you know, ever since the invasion of Ukraine happened, we, we've got Ukrainians that are showing up. I think it'd be pretty hard to argue that they have no legitimate right. claim for asylum. So I think there are some legitimate asylum seekers, but everybody got lumped into into this remain in Mexico. Mm-hmm. And what happens, you know, if you're not, maybe you had some kind of idea of what you were going to do in the U.S., but if you're waiting over there in Mexico. Am I just waiting in Mexico now? Right. And how long am I waiting and should I go home? Or I think it's to get people to get so frustrated they try and enter illegally. And once you do that, then that kind of screws up your any any future asylum claims you have. I mean, it's really kind of a, a cir- trying to circumvent uh, our laws for asylum seekers. Yeah, but if you look at it, 2% of 70,000 people were legitimate cases. I mean, that just that goes to show you that these caravans and the, the largest clump of them are people that really don't need asylum. They just want to come to the U.S. They don't, they don't need asylum. Yeah, I mean, were we paying Mexico to put them up? You said that Biden said it was a cost costly effort. I'm, I'm just wondering if, if we had to reimburse Mexico for all of these people who wanted to get in the yeah, U.S. That's a good, uh, yeah, Required costly and complicated negotiations with Mexico. Yeah, we were probably footing the bill for most of it, I would imagine. Well, well more from the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court announced Thursday it will hear the case of Moore v. Harper this fall, which focuses on a new North Carolina voting map created by court-appointed experts after earlier maps proposed by the Republican-led state legislature were struck down. Central to the petitioner's argument is the so-called independent state legislature theory, a fringe legal concept pushed by a small group of conservative advocates that would give state legislatures broad authority to run federal elections without traditional oversight from a state uh, constitution or judiciary, whom these advocates argue have no right to intrude on elected representatives. Observers say there could be major ramifications for the Supreme Court's eventual decision. This has the potential to change the rules of the game in far-reaching ways in time for the next presidential election, ABC News political director Rick Klein said. Depending on how far the Supreme Court goes, it could virtually invite Republican-controlled legislatures to rewrite centuries-old laws, ensuring that the candidate who gets the most votes in a state gets its electoral votes. And it could even free legislators, legislatures to pick electors on their own. It could wind up making it far easier for future state, state legislatures to actually do what Trump allies so desperately wanted done in the, me- in the messy aftermath of the 2020 election. That kind of changed the rules. Right. Right. Yeah. Just could change the guidelines to make it more likely for your side to win. Well, I, yeah. And uh, so you can just send the people that you want 
as electors and they don't have to vote for the people that the the state election you know this is crazy more v harper will be argued before the nine justices in the term beginning this october with a decision handed down in time for the 2024 campaign nasa says a new crater on the moon was caused by a mystery rocket the space agency says astronomers discovered a rocket body heading for the moon late last year and impact occurred on march 4th NASA Lunar Orbiter spotted the crash site shortly afterwards, and new images of the site show a double crater over 90 feet wide. NASA says two large masses at each end of the rocket may have caused the craters. They add, however, the origin of the rocket body remains uncertain. So far, no space-exploring nations have claimed responsibility for the rocket. Aliens? No, they're saying China. They're saying it was probably a, a China rocket from 2014. Probably. No. Or aliens. Or aliens. Or aliens. God bless. All right, back to the Supreme Court. <laughs> President Biden on Thursday blast. In case you missed the reports, here's the latest ruling from the Supreme Court. It's like every story. President Biden on Thursday blasted the Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade and said he would support carving out an exception to the 60-vote threshold required by the Senate filibuster rule to codify abortion rights and other privacy rights as well. One thing that has been destabilizing is the outrageous behavior of the Supreme Court and overruling not only Roe v. Wade but essentially challenging the right to privacy, he said. We have to codify Roe v. Wade in the law. And the way to do that is to make sure Congress votes to do that. And if the filibuster gets in the way of voting, it should be, it should be, we provide an exception for that. Except we're going to filibuster the filibuster. Yeah, we're going to F the filibuster. We're going to bust the filibuster. Except the required exception to the filibuster for this action to deal with the Supreme Court decision. Biden has previously said he would back a carve out for voting rights legislation, but Democrats lack the votes to support altering the rule, facing opposition from Senators Joe Manchin and Kristen Cinema. Here's a little bit of our president, Mr. Joe Biden. We've been a leader in the world in terms of personal rights and privacy rights. And it is a mistake, in my view, for the Supreme Court to do what it did. We have to codify Roe v. Wade in the law. And the way to do that is to make sure the Congress votes to do that. And if the filibuster gets in the way, it's like voting rights. It should be we provide an exception for this. I think a lot of people are asking why in the 50 years that Roe v. Wade was in place, why didn't you try and, you know, harder to do this? You know, the Democrats have the House of Representatives, they have the Senate, they have the presidency. And a lot of people are like, why Why didn't you, if you wanted to make a law, why, didn't you, make a law? Law, why didn't you do it yeah. during the 50 years that Roe v. Wade was in effect? That's a really great question. Yeah, I, I guess maybe they assume a lot of people. Well, assumed you know, was, there were p- periods that they wouldn't have had the votes either way. Right. Filibuster, no filibuster. You well, know. And how many times did Brett Kavanaugh and um, and uh, Neil Gorsuch say, oh, yeah, it's the law of the land. It's settled law of the land in their their uh, interviews before they were picked. I mean, if they thought that, what was the reason? What, what would be the reason for changing it? Well, finally, a Nashville hot dog restaurant is offering a unique deal. Daddy's Dogs says men who have received a vasectomy can get a free milkshake. It's called Snip for Shake, 
And the shop says, bring a note from your doctor that says that you've had the snip and will give you a free milkshake. There's nothing like an ice cold milkshake after a vasectomy. (laughs) (laughs) You like that? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah? How how would you prove... Put the shake down there. Yeah, right. <laughs> Maybe it'll help. Hold it between your legs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I got to get a free shake. I got to prove I had a vasectomy. Well, I'm going to have to bend way over. <laughs> you're going to have to look in my perineum. There's just like a little tiny scar there. You might have to get up real close to see it. I was telling Buzz, I'm really impressed with your knowledge of the, the procedure. You know that it's on the perineum. Oh, Buzz. Did, yeah. Did you get snip, buddy? I didn't even know where it was. No. I thought they literally went into like, and just sniff, sniff. Into the the dong, yeah. Like more the dong area. More, more towards the base, I would say. Yeah, it is. It's way, way down. Way but down way, I base. didn't know it was way down in the base. It's polar, all right. All about the and polar. <laughs> no, I've, I've not. All right. I know a lot of people who have, and oh, and they described it to you. Gross. Yeah, I know some people. Yeah, I know some people who haven't. They, like it didn't work a hundred percent. They still get. Oh, snake of the books. Steve Kaplowitz. I'm not. His name is Steve Kaplowitz. Wait, why are you guys saying that? Because that's who it was, right? I mean, that's no. how I assume. No, no, you're... I know a lot of people who've had the vasectomy. It's it's very it's very common. Yeah, absolutely. And what people are saying is... Uh, Let me just say, you know plenty of people who have. I know Just ask yourself have, around yeah. here who, who have like three or more kids. And they're like, oh, I got it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, like after the fifth kid. Oh, my God. I know Never a lot again. of people who have it. <laughs> I know Buzz. Thank you to my guy friends for confiding in me. <laughs> Are they messaging you right now? No, but I, I'm thinking back to like the the ones who have told me they have it, and I'm all, wow, I do know people who have it. Joanna, how'd your event with the Real Housewife of Atlanta go yesterday? Oh, it was so much fun. I, I forgot. I have a picture. She signed it for us. You got an autograph? I and got an autograph. Who was it? Vanderpump or? No, who? Cynthia Bailey. She was so sweet, so nice. Real Housewives of Atlanta. Of Atlanta. Yeah. But a lot of people weren't there for me. They were there for her, so she won. And what were what were <laughs> you guys doing there? You were promoting... Seagram. Seagram. They were doing that at my grocery store, and I thought that was there. really weird because they were giving out, like, little samples of shot, mm-hmm, like, little plastic shot. Were they doing that at yours? Yes. Too? They were doing the same thing at Albertson's. Did you have to show ID? I don't know. I mean... Hey, kid. <laughs> I just I just decided to skip have the one. whole thing because I thought, yeah, maybe <laughs> you have to like present an ID. <laughs> you have to present I, an ID to get like one fluid ounce of a Seagram's wine cooler. <laughs> I, I kind of know what a Seagram's wine cooler tastes like. But. Joanna, did you have to stay outside in the sun? Yes. Oh my god! And uh, the Vanderpump lady got to go inside she with was the air inside. conditioning. It was nice. Damn. Why didn't you say, hey, why don't we set up inside? I didn't say anything. Or they just wanted to keep it separate? I guess so. Did you try any of the Seagram's wine coolers? Yes. Were they good? Calypso Colada is my favorite. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it sounds like you tried all of them. (laughs) And since we're talking about alcohol... Yes. We've got the Wet and Wild Fireworks Spectacular brought to you by Ranch Rita. Ranch Rita is a margarita-style drink inspired by a far West Texas legend. Did we ever figure out what the legend was? <laughs> no. We should. 
What legend is it? La Llorona or La maybe Llorona? The, the the lost uh, Padre Mine? I don't know. Wait, so many. There are so many far west Texas legends. The Margarita. Where was the Margarita made? Well... I, my understanding Legend is there are a lot it. of legends that say that it was created Juarez, oh, for one. Mm-hmm. But I think somebody in California is also taking credit for for the original. That could margarita. be the West Texas legend that they inspired. I guess it could be. Anyway, you can let Glenn Garza be your personal shopping assistant tomorrow from eleven to one. He's going to be at Albertsons at thirty one fifty North Zaragoza. Uh, so this is East Side, your opportunity to stock up on picnic and barbecue supplies uh, for your 4th of July weekend and parties. Plus, he's going to have tickets for Wet n Wild Water World. And Anthony, you can use those tickets anytime, but they're having their fireworks spectacular. Along with KLAQ on Monday, the 4th, Wet n Wild Fireworks Spectacular is brought to you by Ranch Rita, a margarita-style drink inspired by a far <laughs> West Texas legend. And since we're talking about uh, alcohol and drinks, I guess that means, uh, yeah, it is true that uh, 4th of July is the biggest holiday for alcohol consumption. (laughs) Bigger than Christmas, Memorial Day, all of them. We enjoy paying our respects to our beloved country by getting hammered. Just do it safely, I guess I would say. This 4th of July weekend, pick up a six-pack of Devil's Tail Ale. With the rich red amber glow, you'll swear was made with a flick of the Devil's Tail. But if a paler ale is more your taste, try Wussy Man Light. Still not pale enough? Then pop a top on weak link wheat. Still too much taste? Try Unicorn Sprinkle with just a hint of color. And if that's too much, get a glass of water, Wimp. Yeah. Devil's Tail Ale. Drink responsibly. Morning Rock with Buzz Adams. I thought he was crazy. I love him. Funny and off the wall. Buzz in the morning. Coming up this afternoon, the weekend officially kicks off at 5 o'clock. It's the Weekend Starter Six Pack, where every Friday at 5 o'clock, we play six in a row for one of your favorite bands or artists. Soundgarden fans, today is for you at 5 o'clock. Weekend Starter Six Pack, six in a row from Soundgarden. The Weekend Starter Six Pack is brought to you by Sunland Park Racetrack and Casino. Play the hottest slots and electronic table games at the place where there's always more fun in the sun. Sunland Park Racetrack and Casino. All right, I got a whole... A whole pack of facts about Fourth of July to tell you. Oh, th- you do things that you you may or may not know. Uh, I guarantee you, there's going to be some, yeah, just factoids. I'd say. Okay. I bet you there's at least one or two on here that you've never heard of before. But we've got some neckline calls. Remember, you can leave a message for the morning show anytime you like on the neckline. That number is 844-805-NECK, 844-805-6325. To leave a message, if you want to call us directly, you can do that at 915-910-4995. For instance, that's the number you'd use 
when we give away some uh, Wet n' Wild tickets, which you can use Monday at the Fireworks Spectacular or any time this season. So once again, whenever we do a contest or if you want to call in live during the morning show, that number is 915-910-4995. Let's focus on our neckline calls, though. What's up, Mo Show? So, DG, yeah, we're talking about them uh, banning those jewel vapes. You know what? I hope they ban all vapes. People who vape, they look like douchebags. <laughs> you know, just smoke a regular cigarette, you douche. <laughs> it's just my opinion. They look like douchebags, man. Just smoke a cigarette. Okie dokie. <laughs> oh, agree, agree or disagree people it depends on how they smoke them i mean if somebody's like obviously drawing attention to themselves right. you know what i mean yeah, yeah, yeah it's like one thing if you want to vape and you you know you're just doing it but some people make themselves the center of attention sure. with their vaping yeah. It's not just me that thinks that, right? No, I don't like there's some that people too. that make a whole production out of it. Mm-hmm. Look at me, I'm vaping. Look how big my vape pen is. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> the gigantic agree. ones, little irritating. If you just want to vape, and then they'll purposely like smoke out the smoke everywhere. Well, I'm a good old cigarette smoker, right? <laughs> I'm way better than those guys. <laughs> hey, what's up, you guys? It's me again. I just wanted to call and tell you, uh, I don't know if you heard this week about these two people in Yellowstone Park. Uh, in the same week, they got attacked by the buffalo, the buffalo out there. And uh, I don't know what's going on, you know. I hope they don't kill the buffalo, you know. They, they were just living there. The people came into their home trying to pet them. So I don't know. I hope you don't kill the buffalo. For just being buffalo, you know. And, uh, <laughs> uh, that was kind of weird. And the other thing about the Real Housewives, how come they don't do one in El Paso like the Real Housewives of Segundo Barrio? <laughs> you know, I know I got at least three tias that could be on the show, you know, Cosita, Coralita, uh, Teofila. Uh, they could be on the show, you know, the Real Housewives of Segundo Barrio. Mm-hmm. Uh, that would be pretty interesting for the locality, you know. We would like to know how the other half lives, you know, uh, in Segundo Barrio. Uh, like uh, one one night they could film them buying, uh, uh, you know, uh, you know, corn in the cup, you know, uh, on the on the corner of Seventh and Father Rob. <laughs> <laughs> corn in a cup. Oh yeah, my that's... god, that is so funny. My girlfriend a couple a few weeks ago said, "Pull in here." I want the and she got back in the cart. And she had a, a and cup elote? of corn. Yeah, yeah. Elote, elote. <gasps> elote and vaso. So good. Yeah. You Tell know, in the winter time, it. you know, oh, they could eat it. Watch them. Uh, they could film a meeting and you know at Jalisco's on Seventh Street. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, they could okay film where they're fighting with each other. You know, <laughs> about you know, I don't know, you know, stuff like I don't know, you know, like. Uh, uh, you know who has more money, and, uh, uh, who has uh, the better car. You know, so Real Housewives of Segundo Barrio would be pretty cool. I would watch it. And that's all I gotta say. It's good to be back, man. I was gone for two and a half years, man, uh, involuntarily, <laughs> as you might say. Uh, but I'm out now, bro, and I'm minding my manners, man. I'm being cool, okay. I learned my lesson. All right, man. I can watch all. 
Don't do what I do. Thank you. Bye-bye. Okay. You've got to give that caller a name. We've heard yeah, from him. Did you hear about the Buffalo thing, though? I don't the know what he... Okay, I'm not sure what I heard from him right now. Because okay. I couldn't understand some of it. Oh, I can translate for you. Did you understand every word? Pretty much. Okay, yeah, you're going to have to translate some stuff. Did he go to jail? Was he in jail at some point? Uh, I mean, it sounds like he was tiptoeing around it there, but yeah. That's don't what do I what I do. Yeah, right. I got that he was away for two years involuntarily. <laughs> so that probably means yeah. uh, like a state or federal level. Right. But the, rehab. But in Yellowstone Park, you remember they had closed Yellowstone because of mm-hmm. flooding? And just since they had reopened it, two people got attacked. And I think at least mm-hmm. one of them was very serious. The person yeah. might have died or got really seriously injured. But he's right. I mean, for all of that, he's right. These people went up and tried to approach the buffalo. People have gotten the idea that animals out in the wild are nice, like Disney yeah. movie animals. If you go over, they're just going to let you pet them and stuff. And I, I guess about this buffalo. What was he calling them? Buffalo. Buffaloes. Right. How did we start with Real Housewives and then? No, no. We started with the buffalo. He started with the buffalo first. Then he went to the Real Housewives. Mm-hmm. Did you follow all of it, Joanna? Kind of, yeah. I did know about the buffalo story, though. You know, uh, his how badly was somebody injured? Do you know um, that? I don't know. I'd have to look it up, but I do know that it it's the second one since they've opened. Yeah, buffalo. right. No. I wonder if it's the same buffalo. Bison attack. Buffalo. It was a bison. What's the difference? Oh, this was the third attack this year. God. 71-year-old woman gored by bison at Yellowstone. She lived? Non-life-threatening injuries. Yeah, she's alive. Bison have large hump at their shoulders and bigger heads than buffalo. Stop going up to the buffaloes. Or the bison. Or the bisons. Bisons also have beards, where buffaloes do not have beards. En español. Bisonte. They have beards? Bison do. Well, either one. Look, if you see an animal out in the wild... Don't pet it. Yeah, leave it alone. It probably doesn't You're want to be petted. You're in their home. They have every right to, like, gorge you. Hey, Buzz. I like that Ike the Watcho dude. He's pretty cool. Uh, better. I think he's way funnier than uh, Okie Dorky guy. Have a good day. Okie Dorky guy. Okie Dorky guy. You know, <laughs> Okie Dorky guy, it, he hears everything and... He will not let any slight go unchallenged. Right. So I'm expecting ODG will, will respond, but okie dorky. <laughs> Facts and statistics for the 4th of July. Here are a few fats and stacks and stats to help celebrate the fourth. Did you say fats? Fats and stacks. Stacks of wax. Facts of stacks. Stacks of facts. As Americans, we've been celebrating for 246 years, ever since the Declaration of Independence was ratified on July 4th, 1776. They had a big party that day. <laughs> and it became a paid federal holiday. In 1941, but it is one of the, you know, oldest national celebrations that the U.S. has had. 
1776, that fourth, first 4th of July, there were 2.5 million people in the U.S. Current population is now up over 332 million in the U.S. The first 4th of July parade was held in Bristol, Rhode Island, hmm. way back in 1785. Oh. So pretty quickly we were getting into, you know, the parades and fireworks were a thing that were available to people back then. So I bet the fireworks were part of it. Or you just go outside and start shooting cannons and guns off, I guess. The American flag design has not changed in 62 years. And that is by far the longest that we've ever gone as a country without adding a star or two. Uh, there have been 27 versions of the flag. We hit 50 stars in 1960 after Hawaii became the 50th state. Alaska was the 49th, and that 49-star flag lasted only a year before we went to the 50-star flag that we've now had for 62 years. You occasionally hear people talk about making Puerto Rico the 51st state. Yeah. state. But then we'd have to get all new flags. I know, right? Yeah. Uh, 26% of people say they plan on buying patriotic products for the 4th. Most think of things like flag... Oh, wait. Most think things like flag t-shirts and flag hats are fine to wear. But you're not supposed to wear the flag. 17% think it's disrespectful, though, to wear a shirt that looks like the American flag or has an American flag on it. And that was what I thought the rule was. But... It seems like most people, okay, you're definitely not supposed to take an actual flag and turn it into clothes. Clothes, yeah. So a lot of people would argue, oh, it's not, if it's just red, white, and blue design, that's not an American flag. It's done in the style of the American flag. But there are some people that really see it. Do you remember Estella got a lot of flack one year uh, around 4th of July? She wore a very patriotic, flag-inspired outfit and... She got a lot of guff. Yeah, a Did lot of guff it? over it. Yeah, this wow. was a few years back. Three American presidents have died on the 4th of July. Uh -huh. John Adams, Thomas Jefferson, and James Monroe. Jefferson and Adams actually died on the same day, July 4th, 1826. Only one president has been born on the 4th of July, and that's Calvin Coolidge <sighs> in 1872. When we were talking about the alcohol earlier, this is what I was talking about. July 4th is the top beer-drinking holiday, especially for drinking at home. The rest of the top five are, in order, Memorial Day, Labor Day, Christmas, and Thanksgiving. <laughs> but number one for drinking in bars is St. Patrick's Day. Ah, come on, Cinco de Mayo. <laughs> the Irish have had a good run, but it's time for Cinco de Mayo to overtake St. Patrick's Day, I feel like. I feel like a lot of the people drinking on Cinco de Mayo are a lot of the same white guys from St. Patrick's Day. Guaranteed. Yeah. And vice versa, too. Everybody can, Everybody's Irish on St. Patrick's Day. Everybody's Mexican no, on Cinco de Mayo. No, nobody's Mexican on Cinco de Mayo. Everybody's Cinco de Mayo. Nobody in Mexico celebrates it. I know. It's an American-Mexican holiday. <laughs> Favorite ways to celebrate on the 4th are, number one, cookouts with family and friends. Number two, watching fireworks. Number three, spending time with loved ones. 
And uh, according to this year's survey, around a third of Americans plan to go see fireworks this year. A recent poll put it at 37% of Americans planning to go out and see some kind of fireworks. And that's probably a good time to mention that we're going to have a big fireworks display at Wet n Wild Water World. So come out. You can have fun all day in the sun, in the water, in the shade. It's the mm. shadiest spot in the entire county. It's the Wet n Wild Water World Fireworks Spectacular brought to you by Ranch Rita, a margarita-style drink inspired by a far West Texas legend. So come out and enjoy the fireworks. They get underway around 9.15 on Monday. And we hope to see you on 4th of July. Mm -hmm. Uh, Stay safe. If your dogs are going to freak out, put them inside the garage or the house or whatever because... Wrap them in a blanket. Whatever reason, I don't know what they think is going on. But my dogs... The apocalypse. Yeah, they think the world's coming to an end. They really freak out when those fireworks get going. You didn't know this was a 4th of July song, did you? You probably never paid attention to the lyrics. Yeah, it is. It's all about Independence Day. Just listen. In the 4th of July now, baby. See? Don't you know that I'll barbecue? In the 4th of July now, honey. I'll be wearing red, white, Twitter glitters, dancing butterflies. This little bitch here, I call the Mexican vasectomy. The KLAQ Morning Show will be... Well, it won't be long till we get the weekend started. Fourth of July weekend. Happy Independence Day. And I've got a true crime report on the way, which is going to include the Florida man game. So get ready. All right. Remember the Florida man game. I'll give you a headline out of Florida. It's missing one word. You have to fill in the word as closely as you can. So we've got that on the way. 
I guess uh, technically this is a crime story. They arrested the yoga instructor from Austin <gasps> who's accused of killing the professional cyclist that was involved with her with the they were they were involved with the right. same guy who was also a professional cyclist. Mm-hmm. Did you hear that they that they caught the woman? No. She was living in a hostel in Costa Rica on the beach. Federal authorities say they plan to return Caitlin Armstrong to the U.S. to face charges of murder and unlawful flight. The arrest came about 50 days after authorities say Armstrong entered a home in Austin and shot Moriah Wilson, who they say was a rival for her boyfriend's affection. And the boyfriend has very much been... Like, mm. I didn't have anything to do. I, uh-huh. I realize I'm in the middle of, like, this love triangle, but I didn't have anything to do with it. And the yoga instructor went on the lamb. On Wednesday, U.S. Marshals uh, Department said that working with authorities in Costa Rica, they located her and ar- arrested Caitlin Armstrong at a hostel on Santa Teresa Beach in Costa Rica. The incident rocked the tight-knit cycling community, coming three weeks before the sports premiere event in Kansas. Wilson, the woman who was murdered, is a rising star in gravel racing, who this year notched wins in nearly 10 races and was considered a contender to be the top cyclist of the year in her I guess I guess you got to ride on gravel boy Ugh. right <laughs> Both of you. ride down a road seems hard enough go through gravel people do this for fun yeah I think part of the story is also that these were ve- all three of them were very fit like elite athletes uh, Nico I let Joanna know I'm going to let you know I have just a few crime stories here, but we're going to have Florida Main. <gasps> yeah, so Florida Main game is definitely part of it. Be ready to play. That's the sound of the police. That's the sound of the beast. It's time for the true crime report. Actual crime stories from around the world and across the nation. Stop breaking the law! Oh! What we're dealing with here is a complete lack of respect for the law. Any of you involved in any illegal activity? As I could cure gophers, done. All right, our first story comes from the state of Michigan, where a couple shoplifted three air conditioning units in a cart. The couple what? went... Well, it says they went into an unnamed store recently and put three air conditioning units on a cart. Wheeled it to the cha- self-checkout, scanned a Reese's candy bar, or and that's it. They paid for the Reese's candy, and then they left. They loaded the air conditioning units into their vehicle and drove off. That's pretty brazen. Police were able to catch the couple thanks in large part to the fact that they had left two things behind at the self-checkout. A photo ID and a purse. And inside the purse was a crack pipe. 
Police uh, tracked them down because in a Facebook post, the department said this makes it super easy to identify you. Yeah, if you leave a photo ID behind. These are a couple of stories you that are actually uh, posted already at KLAQ.com. On a carnival cruise, there was a 60-person brawl. Oh, my God. <laughs> Have you seen this story? Yeah. yeah. I forgot I was going to bring it up to you. Ah, uh, don't worry. We've got it in the true crime report. A 60-person brawl broke out on board a Carnival cruise ship. And the reason they're giving that set off the brawl is a threesome gone wrong. Ooh, what? The U.S. Coast Guard was called in and had to escort the ship back to land. The brawl involved about 60 people occurred on the dance floor of the ship's nightclub. If you've never been on a like a big cruise ship, it's like they have a casino in there, they have a dance, oh, yeah. yeah, you know, anything like all it's like a floating city clubs, yeah. Like a floating mall yeah. is kind of how I think of it. The brawl started according to uh, people in the know because someone got jealous over a threesome. Massive brawl breaks out in the nightclub of a Carnival cruise ship just off New York Harbor. It started because someone was jealous over a threesome. One outlet said that a travel agent on the cruise told them the fight began around 2 a.m. on the same floor as the casino at a club nightclub. The source apparently overheard a dispute regarding an alleged threesome between passengers. Passengers, significant others, were reportedly upset when they had heard about the threesome. <laughs> what the hell? They never give the details like, was it two girls and one guy? Was it two guys and one <laughs> was girl? Was it a devil's Was it triumph? a devil's threesome? Were they doing a yeah, you Eiffel know, Tower? The important details. Yeah. The details we need. Imagine, I wanted to be part of the threesome. You missed Steven here. Yeah, was Steve coming in to talk about <laughs> sport? Well, he came in after I'm not stopping the true crime report because Steve comes in. I know. Is he coming back? Yeah, he does. He goes, hey, somebody told me you're talking about my vasectomy on air. Oh, my God. <gasps> you guys oh are, God. you guys are, not me. So he's like, I think I need to respond to this. Yeah. All right. Well, Steve's going to come back in and respond to. But that's true. You guys bring up some personal stuff that I'm not sure that it's cool to talk about. First of all, had no idea. We did not know about Steve. Just throwing the name out there because it was right. funny. Exactly. Oh, Steve, no. That Steve missed. Yeah. No remember. idea because. I remember Steve's V. Well, he has one kid. Why? <laughs> that's the only one of one. I, you know what? My brother had one. But then you mentioned like, oh, I know we have somebody another who... coworker who had who had one done years ago, and then I know somebody who had one done, and they, I just went, they Steve still had a kid. Kaplowitz. You mentioned that, and, and that's I was when just, I was like, Steve Kaplowitz. I was just trying to be no. silly. Yeah, we no. were just being funny. I didn't know Steve actually had one. <laughs> I'm not that close to Steve. <laughs> When you guys said it, I was like, how do they know that Steve had... How do they know that? <laughs> I mean, I know it. I was one of Steve's groomsmen. I, I knew it, but how would you guys know it? 
I know we've just added something else that I had not planned for the 9 o'clock hour. Steve's going to talk about his vasectomy because you guys made it an issue. I wonder Speaking if, of crimes. I wonder if Steve's ever had a colonoscopy. I'm getting a lot of input on that. Uh, input. All right. Are you guys ready to play Florida Man game? Woo! Who runs naked through a dairy farm? Florida Man. Florida Man. Who never fears any bodily harm? Florida Man. Florida Man. Who's made love to a dozen trees? Throws tennis balls at her puzzle of bees. Who tries to bite every dog he sees? Florida man, Florida man. All right, I'm going to give you the headline of a crime story out of the sunshine state of Florida. And I'm going to leave one word out. And you guys are going to try your best to fill in the exact word. Here you go. Florida man robs man at gunpoint after he refused to buy him blank Chicken nuggets. Florida man robbed someone huh. at gunpoint okay. after he refused to buy him blank chicken nuggets. Oh. It's a little different. You just yeah. have to guess where the chicken nuggets. The brand. Oh, the brand. Oh, okay. Uh, brand. There's, there's a word in there that's okay. missing. Florida man robbed someone at gunpoint after ref- he refused to buy him blank Chicken nuggets. Okay. Oh, I know. Okay. Sounds like Joanne is ringing in. Sounds like Jo. Uh, sounds mm-hmm. like Nico's ready to ring in too. Mm-hmm. Joanna, mm-hmm. you buzzed in first. Yeah. The Florida man who robbed someone at gunpoint did so because the man refused to buy him blank chicken nuggets. I'm going to go with my favorite Dino nuggets. <laughs> dino nuggets. Yeah. They're the nuggets are in the shape of dinosaurs. dinosaurs. Okay. Uncultured swine. <laughs> uh, no, 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 I'm, I'm completely aware of the dino. I think she was calling me the uncultured swine. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm, it's good to know that Buzz just takes everything. <laughs> Nico, Florida man, robbed someone at gunpoint after the guy refused to buy him blank chicken nuggets. Vegan. Oh, Nico that's a good says answer. vegan chicken good nuggets. Answer. Good answer. Oh. I don't even know if these are highly thought of chicken nuggets. Okay. 34-year-old man in Florida, John Taylor is the Florida man, was arrested after robbing another man at gunpoint outside of a Wendy's. Oh, man. Oh, you know what? I was going to put spicy nuggets. Mr. Uh, Taylor, the 34-year-old man, approached a customer who was getting out of his car and asked the man to buy him some chicken nuggets. The man refused. No, I'm not going to buy you chicken nuggets. Yeah, probably something like that. Why why am I going to buy you chicken nuggets? Well, you're going to get shot. Well, (laughs) however it went down, the guy didn't decline to buy the chicken nuggets. Then he went into the restaurant. Taylor was not happy because when the man came out, he ambushed him. And pointed a semi-automatic gun with an extended magazine at it. I, oh it's Florida. <laughs> I can't afford. I can't afford chicken nuggets, but I've got a semi-automatic gun with extended magazine clip and probably a bump stock. He demanded the guy turn over his gold chain and his car keys, which the man did, and. Taylor 
ended up taking off in the man's car. So this story could also be man robbed outside Wendy's? Yeah, but he, he had previously asked him if he would buy him some chicken nuggets. Police found Taylor the next day and arrested him. He's facing charges of armed robbery, carjacking, fleeing police, driving with a suspended license. The victim wasn't hurt, but he did give up his gold chain and his car <laughs> keys. I wonder if he was like, okay, dude, I'll just go back in and buy you some chicken nuggets and we'll call it square. <laughs> just give me my car back. But it wasn't resolved that way because, of course, this is Florida, and this has been the Florida Man game. Who robbed a bank with a rubber duck? Florida Man, Florida Man. Never gave a flip or gave a pound. Florida Man, Florida Man. Who steals a truck without making a sound? Who made a tarp into an evening gown? Whose grandma makes the best man in town? Florida Man, Florida Man. Take a quick break. We'll be right back. I can't wait. Great. This hour, Joanna's going to have entertainment news. We're at finally hearing from Tim Allen himself about the Buzz Lightyear Disney controversy. And that how they had to get Chris Evans to be a ringer. They replaced, but not really. Anyway, Tim Allen's actually talking about it. And he's obviously still in good with Disney because they're working on the Santa Claus. Here's some uh, retro stuff that is coming back. A teaser came out earlier this week for Hocus Pocus 2. Yes! It's Disney Plus on September 30th. Buzz was like, who's the hot young hot one now? Yeah, who's going to be the young hot one, Kathy and Jimmy? <laughs> and I, I said, they actually look almost exactly to me like they did in the first one. You're yeah, right. before yeah. they ate that other child. You know, Hocus Pocus bombed at the box office when it came out. Because they released it in the summer. That's exactly correct. It came out in the summer. Why wouldn't you release because something so Halloween themed? Why wouldn't you release that around answer. Halloween? Why? Because that same year, Nightmare Before Christmas came out, and they reserved that one for a Halloween release. Mm. And so they were like, oh, were they we'll both just Disney? Yes. Mm, that makes sense. Hey, we got Steve in the room now, finally. Steve! Oh, I, one more retro oh, note. Yes. Amazon is developing a Who's the Boss sequel series. Tony Danza and Alyssa Milano are both on board. Oh, interesting. There's no word on if anybody else is coming back. Will we finally get an answer Who to the question? Who is the boss? Who? <laughs> Who was the... Uh, the mom was like Judith Light, and then there was... Catherine Hellman, I think, played the grandma. I have Steve's no the real expert. That's right? all correct. Yeah. 100%. Steve's the expert when it comes to 80s sitcoms. Oh. Catherine yeah. Hellman was the redheaded grandma. And correct. And Judith Light played the mom. That's right. And that was kind of like the love interest for Tony Danza. You were a big uh, Who's the Boss fan? No, but no, I but just watched a lot of TV in the 80s when I was um, in, in, you know, <laughs> in school. That was, my t that was my time. Actually, started late 70s into the 80s. Because you got to remember, Catherine Helmond got her start on, well, she was around forever, but soap. She was really oh, big right. in soap, too. Is she uh, Is she still with us? I don't I think wonder. so. Nah, right. I think Catherine's like, probably long gone. She'd be like 130 now, I think. She would be uh, a little old. 
have Bloomin'. Uh, Catherine right. Hellman died two year, uh, three years ago oh. at the age of 89. So, did you know she was born in Galveston? Hey, I heard you guys are talking about me this morning. Um, That's that's, that's honestly why I'm here. And I want you to note that it was not me. I didn't throw your name into the mix. These two did. All right. Let's let's recreate the situation. All right. So uh, at the end of my news story Mm -hmm. today, I I had a story about a Nashville hot dog restaurant that's offering a free milkshake for proof of a vasectomy. Bring a note from your doctor that says that you've had the snip and we'll give you a free milkshake. Oh, they're asking for a note. Yeah. I was asking if you're going to have to bend over and they were going to have to check your perineum. So that's what, so then we start, then Buzz says, oh, proof. Well, then you're going to have to show it to them. And he strangely knew how it worked. And I said, well, how do you know so much about vasectomies? And he said, you'd be surprised how many people work here. No, I said how many he, people. He said I said knows. how many people. I know a right. lot of people who've had who've had that procedure done. He and, didn't then, say that. and then all of a sudden, you know I just what? go here. here. You know. just no, and then Buzz says, "Oh, and I know somebody who got a vasectomy, but it was botched up, and he still had a kid." And to be funny. Nico and I both went. Steve, Steve Kaplowitz. Ah, that's how it happened. All right. Um, but no idea. No Steve. idea, seriously. No. Because that's awfully personal stuff. Now, I'll be honest with you. I really don't have a problem talking about my vasectomy. Oh, good. Um, that is not okay. an issue. In fact, I've ha- I had it done. Um, let me think now. It, it's less than a year ago. So oh, I think it was wow. like last last October is when I decided to. Uh, well, my brother had one. You. He said it really hurt. Like, no. A week after. It didn't hurt at all. No. In fact, this is there's so many misconceptions about a vasectomy. Some people think you they they don't understand what the body does afterwards. They they seem to think that something is just like you're like guys can't do anything, and it's like no, that's not the way it works. But um, the whole the whole point is is that if you follow the instructions properly and you. Uh, and you ice yourself down down there, um, you're fine. You're not going to be in pain or sore or hurting like that. Now, maybe I just had a really good doctor, right? Take care, you know, take care of the procedure. That's very possible too. But because I have heard horror stories from some people, but I know one guy. I'm not going to give the names, but when did a full workout like hours after his vasectomy? Oh, and, don't do that. And then, yeah, it, it wasn't good after that. They, have you ever heard the stories about people who have a vasectomy? And it, I guess in Didn't some cases, take. like, well, it, it takes, that's, but no, some listen, can still time. occasionally get through. Right. It takes time. Yeah. It, that's another thing, okay? It's not like after the, 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 the vasectomy, you're shooting blanks within hours. It sometimes takes a month. Oh, wow. Or, or longer, oh, depending oh, on. Oh, interesting. Yeah, that is yes, interesting. Well, it does. I was kind of wondering, you only really, you have one kid, right? That's correct. Why would you need a vasectomy? It's called, God, Nico. it's called family planning, and once again, very personal. But since Steve is here, I was just wondering. So I thought it was only for people that had that like had thirteen like, right. kids. Yeah. No, I actually, and I offered it to my wife. I, I volunteered, and I said, oh, no, you know what? I'm just gonna. Steve. I said, here's yeah. the thing. I, she, and before I could even get the word vasectomy, I said yes. <laughs> I said okay. I said that's that's far. We know now. The truth is this: we talked about it. We talked about it years earlier, and um, for whatever reason, it just didn't uh, didn't happen. But um, yeah, I had no issues getting it. In fact. Um, 
um, I don't know. People give me horror stories, but no, it was it was fine. It really was. Well, and, the other option is for women to get their tubes tied, which can have more complications. I feel like sometimes. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and that's another issue is that I had no interest in in. L- let me do. Look, I'll right. be the one that that uh, that does. You know, th- that takes care of that. Good for her, you. So yeah, they can. I've heard of people getting them reversed. Yes, they can. They got, yeah. Absolutely. Did you ever see the Office episode where Michael Scott's like snip 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 is that. Yeah, exactly. It was awesome. He was talking to Jan about how she didn't want a kid, then she wanted a kid, then she didn't want a kid, and he keeps getting his vasectomies reversed, reversed and then another vasectomy again. Yeah, it was awesome. So yeah, you can you can have you can have reversals if you. Buzz want. had uh, his own medical question that he wanted to ask you about because he's getting his own. Proce- Do you know what? Procedure? Are you getting a vasectomy finally? No, 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 no. All right, no, no. Colonoscopy. Oh, that's we're well, supposed to have that when you're fifty. <laughs> Yeah, have you have you reached that point? Well, no, yet? I'm not fifty yet. I thought it I'm was by 49. the time you're forty. No, no, no. Yeah. Well, it depends. Yeah, no, it depends. Yeah, forty five. My doctor told me, oh, you should have had yours like ten years ago. So, so from what I now, do you have um, uh, colon cancer in the family? Adopted, don't have any family members. Well, okay, don't fine. Know. But what I'm saying is that if you know that it's hereditary, then yes, you should probably have it checked earlier than anything else. If you don't have it, some doctors will say 50. Uh, it just it just varies depending on the person. He's scared. Why? No, I'm not scared of the procedure. I'm what I'm really dreading is for the entire like for a 30 hour period, the entire previous day. I'm not supposed to eat anything except for this. The, I know what you're talking about. Mixture the, yeah. drink they give you that's kind of mm-hmm. that's going to really clean there's a out. new one. But there's a be- new but there's a new one that came out. Okay, and I've been told about this. And apparently, the new mixture um, is you don't have to drink as much. I don't know how it works. I got to drink a gallon. No, 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 no. no. For the stuff that right. I got prescribed, it's tell, a gallon. Tell your doctor you want to know about the others. There, there's something that's come out within the last year or two Tequila. that is <laughs> that will do the same. Job, but Taco you won't Bell. have to drink. You won't have to drink a gallon of it. <laughs> Did you think that when you were a a young twenty four year old DJ, you'd be talking about your colonoscopy someday? I, I was just like, <laughs> when guys start closing in on fifty, I guess all Here's they do, do is sit around and talk about. Oh, you don't have to drink the whole gallon. So what you want? Yeah, yeah. You just have to drink a little bit because we got a call yesterday. Somebody called in. It's like this is all old men talk about. I guess. Listen well, to me. Well, I, I see my I, cholesterol. I'm I am going to make your life so much happier now. Ask for the mag citrate, and that apparently is the new alternative to the gallon of sludge that you were prescribed. And they say that the mag citrate is much easier to to uh, to handle. Well, much. I'm, easier. I'm not going to do that. Why not? Because I've already got the other thing. Well, yeah, it's because you didn't done. know. Now you, just, you, you already got to, it to talk. You bought it already. Well, the pharmacy, they prescribe it so you can, yeah, we can ask the pharmacy. You can, you can ask for the alternative and then see I would if have that's to drive That's too much of a hassle for him. I would have him. to drive back down there, park like four you blocks just need a call. away. You don't. You call. Wait an hour. This is how so office. infrequently he goes to the doctor. You just, you know what? Then you deserve what you get. That's just what I'm saying. Yeah, no, I've made, up, I've made my piece and I'm going to drink this whole gallon of sludge. There you go. And then go in and have the whole thing done. But I'm going to be starving. Yes, you but will. They say but they say, well, luckily, it's going to be. Oh, they put you out. Oh, of course they like, put I, you out. I, I don't think they used to do that because I I used to hear like my people in my dad's generation talk about the colonoscopy, and it's 
I guess you were awake during it back in the they old days. They used to use a PVC pipe, actually. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah. <laughs> I heard they would just get a periscope off a submarine yeah. and put that up there. <laughs> um, but you're out, they put you out with propofol. When was the last time you were out for a surgical procedure? Was it when you uh, broke your face? Yeah, it had to be. No. Because no, think... then he broke his foot the following year. Did you have surgery for that? I, but I guess they put me out. They didn't for the for the broken face, but for the broken foot, I think I did go under for that. Okay. Yeah, I believe that's correct. But for the teeth, no, I was awake the whole time. Mm. And that was over the course of months. Look, you will be fine, buddy, and I'm happy you're finally getting your body checked. Who knows what damage is going on inside of there? Yeah, considering your diet, I'm fascinated to see what they find when they go inside <laughs> uh, for your colonoscopy. It could look like Ukraine. It could look like the battlefield right now. Yeah. War torn and ravaged. <laughs> totally. Refugees coming, asking for help. Uh, if this helps you guys sleep any better at night, every time, this is anytime I get a checkup, which is not very often, they always come back, and here's how they always, they're looking at my chart, and here's how they go. Huh, not as bad as we would have thought. <laughs> even they're surprised. Yeah, that is hilarious. Like, yeah, you know, not bad at all. <laughs> They seem shocked because they thought they were going to come back with some okay, kind of bad yeah. news. It's like, hey, yeah, this is a little high, and but it's still in the normal rate. Yeah, you know, not as bad as we expected. Not a go. disaster zone. Good. Yeah, that's good. Here. I'm happy you're finally getting the colonoscopy, though. It, it, I know, I because I know how old you are, and you know, you're about you're a few years older than what I was planning on doing. But hey, man, better late than never. That's you good. should have seen a doctor like ten years ago, probably. <laughs> I was going to say five, five or six, but I mean, you know, it's fine. Hey, um, I've been reading the sports page lately, and we I feel done? like we have to add some kind of sports into <laughs> just it. So, oh, way. Just so Steve knows, yeah, though, we, the, we, we didn't, didn't do this on purpose. We didn't purpose. target oh, you no, because no. And, of, we and, knew you had a vasectomy. They had no idea. And I will say this. I strongly recommend a vasectomy. If anybody has any reservations or any problems, call me, and I'll be more than happy to All tell right. you about it. He'll so. do it for you. <laughs> <laughs> do it before the Supreme Court uh, outlaws it, right? There you go. <laughs> I mean, who's to say? That might be the next thing. Is like, no, we don't want guys to get vasectomies anymore either. Everybody's got, everybody's got to get their punishment from God. I mean, their gift from God. <laughs> nope. You know, Clarence Thomas, in his opinion, brought up the case that had to do with contraceptives. He he said uh, he named a couple of key cases that should be back under review. Obergefell is the one that was gay marriage. Mm -hmm. He put that one, and then there was another one that was basically uh, a couple getting contraceptive. He said that mm -hmm. might be back on the table. This is the guy who who used to talk about watching uh, Long Dong Silver and pornos. <laughs> um, hey, there's like a lot of really good athletes either going into their senior year or coming out that are signing uh, with Division One school, like big Division One schools, there are. Have you been following all that? Yeah, it's been. It's first off, well, the biggest story you got to talk about is USC and UCLA going to the Big Ten. That is a huge story. Do you guys even bring that up today? No, that's a, that's that's a, sports. That's a monster. Unless you're here, we don't talk about sports, or unless it's the uh, fifty-four tour. That's what we talk about. <laughs> is that what you call it now? That's yeah. what it's called. The fifty-four tour. Liv. Yeah. 
All yeah, right. they said that, that that it's supposed to be supposed pronounced to be. 54. All right, so it's the 54 tour. It's supposed tour. to be Roman numerals. Is it really? That's yeah. what the LIV is Have you been for? calling no. it LIV? LIV, the Live Tour. The Live Tour, yeah. Live Tour, yeah. yeah. I'm told it's 54 like That's the Roman numerals. And Joanna and I only talk to Buzz about that because we don't care about the golf, but just the drama. <laughs> so much drama. plenty of drama. Everybody trash-talking the other golfers who left. Oh, yeah, it's awesome. There's so much hate going on right now in golf. It's unbelievable. It really is. Um, but you no. Know, but the truth is, yesterday, uh, USC and UCLA both uh, decided they're going to go leave the Pac-12 for the Big Ten. And then that same afternoon, Kevin Durant said he wants out of Brooklyn and wants to be traded. So there was a couple of great sports stories. Okay. Who else is in the Big Ten? Um, well, this first off, you've got okay. So the Big Ten is it's large. Okay, so you have Rutgers, Maryland, and Penn State in the northeast portion, right? And then you've got schools like Iowa. Purdue, oh, wow. Michigan, Michigan State. You've got Nebraska. Um, you've got um, oh, there's so many. I mean, it's just, so they're going to be matched up. Be, a, I think there's going to be a total of 16 schools. Well, I now think they're, that, uh, they're all. It's all a reaction to the SEC expanding, and basically, mm-hmm. I think it's going to come down where maybe there are three or maybe four just powerhouse conferences. That's probably right. Um, there's already talk that the rest of the Pac-12, like uh, the Arizona schools um, and and Ca- and Colorado and Utah, they're going to all try to go to the Big 12. So there might be nothing left of the Pac-12 when it's all said and done. The smoke clears. There might not be anything going on there. So that's yeah, things, a really are, things thing. are set to get really kind of crazy because you know now student athletes can sign these name, image, likeness con- these NIL yep. contracts. That's right be getting paid as much as some professionals while they're playing college sports. And 100%. You've got, you know, the your Texas Longhorns and your Oklahoma Sooners are going to the SEC, so they're just really stacking up that conference. And it seems like what you're telling me is is an effort to, oh, we can't just be in a, in a regular conference. We've got to be in one of these super competitive conferences mm-hmm. to that's, stay competitive with the SEC. That, the that's accurate. That is accurate. So um, there's talk that eventually the top 70 or 80 schools are just going to – they're going to separate from the NCAA. They're going to form their own corporation, and they're yep. going to run themselves. And, and everything then, else is just going to be exactly. lower. <clears throat> that's right. Hmm. And 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 obviously UTEP would fall into the lower tier, but so would a lot of schools right, out there. Right. I mean, most schools would. So, but I don't know. I mean, if you do that, then you take away Cinderella, you take away all of the great upset stories, David versus Goliath. Would they I, only I play? Know. They'd still schedule non-conference games, well, like an ha- Alabama would, or a Texas might still play. They probably like would an have to. You know, it's a football. sacrificial lamb well, type that, of yeah, situation. That's true. But when, when it comes to the postseason, you would never see the big schools against the little schools, including basketball. There's talk that basketball would form their own March Madness. They would they would eliminate all the mid-majors and the smaller schools, and it would only be the powers that be. And I don't know if fans want that. The, I but, think, yeah, I, I was just going to say, I think fans, even of the smaller schools, like to see the big schools that yes, they play. 100% correct. All right. Well, thank you, Cappy, for coming in. Thank you for opening up about your... Yeah, snip job. I mean, I appreciate that. Hey, by the way, um, I also had COVID recently. Would you like to talk about that? I mean, <laughs> yeah, might as well. it hit so um, it was like a cold. It was, you know, a sore throat, then the cough, then the fever. But um, took the. What about the smell? You can can you smell? I, I never I never lost my smell. Never lost Another smell. Or, never lost smell or taste. Ever did. Um, but tested negative. Back to normal. I'm happy about that. So, uh, but yeah, uh, that was uh, that was also interesting too. That happened, uh, you know, a couple weeks ago. 
All right. Thanks, Cappy. Have a good 4th of July. Can't wait to the next time we get to share other uh, personal uh, thoughts on this program. Appreciate that, Buzz. Have a good vacation. All right. We'll see you. I'm Daniel Paulus, and whether you're wrapping up your workday 